I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I know you got that bomb, Shorty. Can I get it? Something on my mind, girl. I know you ready. I can't stop eyeing you, loving the way you move. Good got me obsessing the sex, undeniable. Don't let go, go. You want to get it when you're on that pole, pole. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. And we're ready to drip drop another episode with your host Rod and Karen. And it's a special Wednesday edition, which is Walking Dead Wednesday, where we review the latest episode of The Walking Dead. And as always, uh, you know, we try to get some people on to discuss it with us. Uh, mm-hmm. We did, of course, bring in uh, the problematic, I guess would be the best way to describe <laughs> this man, uh, my man Justin, uh, who uh, this week I think will go by, uh, let's go with uh, Jay Hannity. Oh, Lord. Oh, I thought you was going to give me one of the SAE. Um. I, you know what? I don't remember that dude's name. I don't want to immortalize him. But uh, Jay Hannity will have to work for the day. I feel like I should just be like, what up, my niggas? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well, unlike unlike SAE, we do allow niggas in because I went and got JL Coven, John Louis uh, Coven. What's up, man? Can I? We got to get a little more French than Jean Louis. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jean Louis. Don't, don't <laughs> say a French hey. name. People get afraid to sound too fancy and too uh, too privileged. It always sounds when I correct somebody on the spelling, uh, pronunciation of my name, I immediately sound like a pretentious asshole. Yeah, this, yeah. This I, was, I was practicing it on the um, this morning, <laughs> and uh, I, I was gonna do like a really French like Jean Louis, but then I was like. You know what, man? Um, I'm, I'm gonna pull off of that because I don't know if I can pull off that accent, and uh, that's why we got John Lewis. No, John no, Lewis, not JL. <laughs> now you know I did a light skin uh, moment, and you know I was bragging about. I don't think it was on light skin moment, but I was bragging about how light skin, especially the French, like Tony Parker. Mm-hmm. You know, threesomes is kind of their thing. That's average. Oh, uh, that's what they do. And I know since he pronounces his name with that French. You can definitely tell this brother has experienced. Uh, <laughs> no, sadly, no. Yeah, I, uh, even I if do you have, have a, you got to lie. John, what, what kind of lie is, is that? John, here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. JL has talked about how he like waited to college to have sex. So like that's the opposite of a threesome. Oh man, yeah, that's like a onesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> For a long time. I did a lot. Of, I had a lot of onesome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, you can't spell lonesome without lonesome, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, uh, JL, man, how have you been, dude? Look like you're growing your hair out, by the way. I am. In the winter, I grow it out a little. Um, I don't know. I kind of, maybe not on a podcast screen, but it makes me look a little younger, and now I'm reaching that age where I can still grow my hair out. Mm. Like, it's, I'm not balding, so you never know. One day I might be, so I figured... Let me let me grow it out a little bit just for for fun. Yeah, me and JL here about the same length. Shout out to you. You get the big chop too, sir. <laughs> the big grow, man. Hey, right. you, the thing is though, um, I feel like JL looks a little bit blacker with the hair. And right, don't he though? With the short hair, like, do you get like like the people are people like less racist around you when your hair grows out, or is it about the same? Um, I'd say a little less. It is funny because. If I let my hair grow out and then you see me in like September after the summer, that's as black as I look. <laughs> with my with my kind of if I let it grow a little longer, it starts to get those Terrence Howard hustle and flow waves in it. 
So that's, uh, you know, but right now I'm at my palest because it's like the winter has just ended. Ah. So like that's five months inside and computers, you know, riding the exercise bike instead of running outside. So now you also, um, you know, you, you, uh, work on skits like, you know, from time to time, normally about one a month, man. I feel like I'm in a little drought and getting my, my JL skits going, man. What, what can I, what can we look forward to? Well, for financial reasons, I mean, I've been wor- I was working a lot in terms of non-comedy stuff, just piling away money doing legal work. Um, so I did an early January sketch. That was the January one, but I skipped February. But on Saturday, I'm filming my new one, uh, which will hopefully be up next week, but at the latest, the week after, called okay. Criplash. And it's me as J.K. Simmons in Whiplash, but instead of teaching jazz kids, he's moved on to a rehab center for disabled people. Oh. <laughs> So. I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait to tweet. I've been working on my impression. We've got the, you know, my makeup and hair person is coming with the bald cap. I've got the black T-shirt, uh, dark pants. I don't know if I have black pants, um, but I've already bought a walker and a cane. Because, you know, in the, just as a preview, in the movie, if you haven't seen it, he goes, uh, you know, when he's organized the band, he's like, uh, you know, bones, I mean, trumpets, and like he's, he's like going. So instead I'll have a moment where I just go chairs, canes, walkers. <laughs> So it's it's a very it's going to be one of those sketches where if you've seen Whiplash you're going to think it's the greatest sketch of all time but the problem is only like 90 people have seen Whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> so they they're going to love the sketch. But that's well, the new I, one that I, hopefully it's up next week. I can't wait to post it online and pretend to be offended. So I was going to say it's kind of risque. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going to post it and be like, wow, these comedians will just do anything these days. Well, think about it. When, when he's saying in the movie Whiplash, when he's saying faster, faster, he's just talking about drumming. But when I'm telling a dude dragging one leg because he's a war veteran, faster, faster, <laughs> you know. Who are you going to get that will play the other roles? Oh, um, who? well, I guess as, as far as your listeners know, I mean, you if you've watched my sketches, you'll be familiar with all the faces, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's three different dudes and then one guy playing the father of, like, the main the main student, but uh, Brandon Collins is playing Oh yeah, um, one of the uh, one of the people I'm rehabilitating. Yeah, comedy <laughs> outliers, man. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, and then uh, the other thing, I was going to ask you something else. There was something else that happened. Oh, I know I was going to ask you. So you were saying that you, you're pale right now, so do you have to use shea butter to kind of darken yourself up? No, I don't. Uh, I don't. I do nothing. I do. I just, I get the sun. I like, I'm sad when I get so pale because people, the most annoying thing that happens is when I tell an unassuming white person that I'm half black, just in conversation. I don't walk around like screaming it. Um, but, and then they kind of do the thing where they show me their hand and go, I'm, I'm as dark as you. And then I go, oh, well, fuck it then. I guess my dad's a liar. <laughs> you know, oh. like, it's, you know, I'm, you know, I could find a black albino and go, look, he must not be black either. Yeah. Um, so it's just one of those things. It's, it's nice when I get the natural color because I don't have to like go tan, like sunbathing. I mean, that obviously gets me darker, but just being out in the sun, my skin is like, yes. That's right. We are half black. It like, absorbs the sun quicker. I did. I, I did remember what I wanted to bring up. So this motherfucker JL goes on my timeline this morning because uh, some people were talking about street harassment because someone had posted a video of a woman in a uh, grocery store mm-hmm. and she recorded a guy who just would not fucking take no for an answer. Like he wanted her name, followed her around to different aisles and shit. 
and i was like oh that's right it's fucking like 70 degrees again street harassment time yay <laughs> like it's back guys we right. get to do the street harassment and i was like god damn it like why can't people just understand like leave a motherfucker alone like we don't you know nobody likes that shit we don't like it when a motherfucker tries to sell you a mixtape or sign a petition or some bullshit when you just want to like go out like i went to taco bell today and this woman tried to get me to give a dollar to some kids and she was like would you like to give a dollar to the kids she didn't even say what charity just the kids <laughs> and i was like uh no first of all it's a lazy ass pitch but then two no i don't want to do that i just want to eat my fat food and, and walk away and then she was like uh she when i got to the actual window she was like you sure you don't want to get that dollar to the kids and i was like i already told you no like why are you doubling down on this shit now i don't even want to eat like taco bell i don't want to go back to taco bell just because i hate helping kids that much you know what i mean right it is march where they do the um the three-leaf clover and have you sign your name everybody does that shit they put them all on their walls with stickers but they don't even they didn't even say it was for the march of dimes or something it was just like the kids right like, Cause like she maybe pressured. she was gonna take a dollar and give it to her kids like i don't know what the, the stipulations was right. but the point is i was annoyed by that and i never had to get out my car no one chased me around i wasn't threatened you know, and so women get uh, annoyed by that shit. And JL said, what, what'd you say, man? It was something like men's right activist shit or something. Something crazy. Well, I said, I started saying, you know, I, I the two the two angles I was going for to see if I could get anybody angry was, uh, you know, what? when did courtship, when did men have to apologize for courting a female? You know, that was at the first line. Where, and then I forget the other thing was. Excellent point, though. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was just that angle. And I said, I, I brought up like men's rights, which isn't a thing, as they said on Parks and Recreation. <laughs> but uh, I, I just just playing the whole angle of like, you know, you're taking this out of context. And it's really he it's, made it's really he just made some being... lady so angry. <laughs> and, and like she was still tagging me to the tweets even though i didn't say anything and i was what just I like, like is that you said is that you said i think jl is kidding yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know i was like i'm banking on the side of him kidding we'll see how far he goes with this you should have been like fuck no i'm so serious right now because he was like it worked on this one woman and it's like uh okay i mean that's that might be a thing but you know, that's I, like, didn't wanna, I didn't want to go to the gym and come back two hours later with like 387 notifications. On that, Twitter, like, by oh, the shit. way, that is exactly why I didn't retweet you because <laughs> this, this morning a whole lot, a whole lot of people were retweeting me, and everybody was going in on uh, anyone who was fucking up. Like, oh. you know, like why couldn't she just give them her name? You know, like all those people were getting like the fuck up out of Twitter, and I was like, and part of me was like, if I retweet JL. Maybe people will find this comedy through this and the podcast and it'll help out. And then part of me was like, or they'll just like, you know, harass him and me. Cause then later on, <laughs> I'm going to be like, Hey, JL's going to be on the show. And they were like, what the fuck? So, uh, I was just like, I'm going to leave it alone and, uh, let JL burn. I think I just said JL's the devil and we're away. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pure evil. Um, all right, man. Um, so this is the black out test podcast. We're about to review the walking dead, but. Let me uh holler at these sponsors real quick. Uh first of all, this episode is brought to you by Bevel. That's right. Bevel, which is like a a, a shaving uh company, you know what I'm saying? For some of you guys, I see your skin out here. Um all jacked up. Looking all jacked up, looking kind of bumpy. Um you know, winter's coming, winter's about to be over. 
and it's time to get rid of those beards. Time to get out there and get that skin showing again. Um, make sure you guys uh, respect the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out GetBevel.com today. Use code TBGWT to get 20% off of your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. And uh, we have a second sponsor, which is a little sexier. Let me see if I can play some sexy music. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? Of course you're not getting enough. No one's getting enough. You heard JL he say he didn't get into his like 20. Got a lot of time to make up for. Well, I bet you like to get some more. You know who wants to give you some more? Adam and Eve. The porn company named after the two people in the Bible. Get 10 free gifts. First, you can get a sexy surprise for her. Second, specially selected toy for him. Third, something for both of y'all. Uh, plus, you'll get six free full-length adult movies on DVD. And uh, DVD is for professionals, man. All right? When you're tired of fucking around with the internet and pop-ups and people that's not supposed to be in the scene and... Titles that don't give you a full warning of what's about to happen. Uh, viruses, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, if you want to know like which stars you're going to be seeing, you can go ahead and go to uh, Adam and Eve and get those DVDs. Um, and number 10, you get free shipping on your entire order. All you have to do to do this is go to adamandeve.com, select any one item. Could be a new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, uh, some BBSM type stuff, uh, lubricant, condoms, whatever it is. Um... And put in code TBGWT at checkout. You'll get 10 free items at adamandeve.com today. And uh, all you got to do is uh, get your 10 free gifts and free shipping. Just put in code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Play me out, Jesse. You look so good to be mad. way too much class all up inside jeans. You should be happy. This is the most militant gay dance of all time, man. <laughs> that's a weird. That's a weird song. Now that I'm thinking, because he's mixing and matching kind of male and female lyrics. Because like, mm -hmm. I don't know if gay dudes are into thighs, but it's weird to be like, man, you got some thick thighs, man. I feel like, yeah. I want. Well, first of all, he <laughs> took the song from Terrence Howard. You know, his dad. I don't understand you. <laughs> you bring that white woman. <laughs> By the way, that is the most surprising, least surprising racism of all time. Because I was shocked when it happened. And it was like, wait a minute. He's homophobic, a misogynist. Like, he's every negative thing. And then I was like, he's racist? What? <laughs> That's what I remember I heard Bamani Jones on um, Lebatard talking about about that episode. Yeah. And it was the exact same thing I think I might have said on Twitter to you at some point where it was, wait, she's, they're married. Like, they've been married. They right. were dating. And this is the t like after, like five years later, he's like, and that white woman. Right. <laughs> like, what? Dad, what about what about the, the five years prior to right now? Right. He's like, I actually hadn't considered this, but your wife is white and I'm racist. And everybody's like, well, yeah, I guess so.
Um, the ALS has allowed me to see that. Yeah, did, do you have a? Do you have Spotify? Uh, 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 JL. Um, I don't. I don't pay for. Like, I have just a. You know, okay, because the thing where I can. I guess they make you like listen to a bunch of shit you don't want to if it's if you don't have the pay. Version. Yeah, I think you have like ads every like so however many songs, but um, the entire Empire track list is on there. Yes, like all the songs, and and that's why I know that the. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember the scene where Taraji and uh, and uh, um, and uh, Terrence Howard finally have sex. Mm-hmm. Remember that song? Yeah, that's Terrence Howard's version of "You're So Beautiful." Right. And then <laughs> Jesse's version is the, the gay version where he gayed his dad's song up, and that's why some of it's straight and some of it's gay. Oh no, I get why, oh, okay. but it's like. In other words, it's like this lyric, I'm going to be talking about how I want to love a man. And next thing, I'm going to be complimenting things that you generally don't compliment. <laughs> right. Uh, he also I said, said, I love uh, your big pectoral breasts. <laughs> he also said, uh, instead of saying you should be happy with the nappy, he just said you should be happy. Nah, 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 nah. I was like, okay, <laughs> close enough. Um, anyway, man, uh, we know what you guys are really here for. You guys don't care about anything we have to say. Um, you want to hear what we have to say about The Walking Dead? Uh, so let's get to it. I feel like if this was 1990, a mixtape rapper would have already rapped over this. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, pro- and fa- probably fabulous. I'm going to go with fabulous. Um, so uh, this episode is episode 12. No, 13. 13 of season five. There's only three episodes left, guys, which means only three more celebrity guest appearances um, for the podcast uh, for Walking Dead. Uh, the episode's called Forget. It's uh, directed by David Boyd, uh, written by Corey Reed. And um, the synopsis is basically uh, the survivors are now in uh, Alexandria, Virginia, and uh, they're getting uh, used to this safe zone and acclimating themselves to uh, deal with the members of the group that are already in Alexandria. And uh, while uh, Rick, Carol, and Daryl all have like a secret plan of, you know, making sure they're prepared just in case anything goes wrong. Uh, Sasha's dealing with some, some problems of her own. And, uh, um, and Rick, the American sniper disease. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Rick's, uh, and Rick's, uh, trying to get in some cookies of, of of his own and not Mm -hmm. Carol's. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, all right, I'll start with the way we always start. I got to ask, uh, go around the room. What'd you think of the episode just in general? Um, Karen, what'd you think about this episode? You know me. It's a hundred. I like it. I always like every episode. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about you, Justin? Uh, you know, the second half of the season, they've been consistent. Uh, so I, I liked it as well. All right. And uh, yeah, last week you were saying, what, what was your thing? You say you didn't like something. No, I liked it. Um I forgot the one thing I said. Yeah, I it was didn't like, like you didn't like having to wait or some, something like that. No, nah, right? that was um, that wasn't me. That was oh. um, all uh, right. You know, Fonte. Yeah, Fonte. All right. What about you, uh, JL? What'd you think about this episode? 
I'm sorry. I just I just woke up. I was dozing off just thinking about the episode. Oh, 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 hot take. <laughs> see, my thing is, I liked the episode before because I kn- I saw it was establishing you know them coming to the city, and then it ends with that ominous you know Rick going, and if they don't like it, we'll just take it. And <laughs> I was like, because Rick is just going to be in a coma by the end of it again. Because he's got, he gets tired more and more tired every season. <laughs> I, uh, I liked the setup episode, but then this felt like another setup episode. Mm. And usually the show seems to have a rhythm of kind of like we set you up and then we give you something good, we reward you. And I just felt like it was another set. And I was just, I mean, I don't want to sound sort of immature while watching the show, but it's like. <laughs> I was just kind of like, this wasn't bad. Like, I wasn't like this was a bad, I, I didn't think it was a bad episode. I was just kind of like, eh, this is the kind of season I should have saved for binge watching so that I could get <laughs> some, some action, you know, in an afternoon. Now, just are you saying that, are you saying that about the whole season in general? Or are you mean like since they've come back from break? From break. Okay. Okay. All right. I much preferred the first half of this, of this season. Um, from break, I've been kind of, Bored. Although I like what they're doing, I like the idea of them basically being like scarred. Like now they could be the trouble because yeah. they're mm-hmm. so like they're, they've got. Po- I mean, to put it plainly, they got post traumatic stress disorder. Right. And so, like, I find that very interesting. But yeah. I also feel like in an eight episode season, you got to give me a little bit more, like, than just like le- you can't just give me like some seven episode lead up to some like one bloody finale. Well, I which will may, say maybe the way it's going for me, I felt like um, this is better than um, Better Call Saul. The beginning of that. Uh, I'm out. I'm out. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hot takes. We can do them, too. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was uh, I was actually, uh, you know, I enjoyed it because I enjoy watching the group uh, become the danger. Uh, mm-hmm. to borrow a line from Walt. Um, because now <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm looking at the actual group like, maybe you motherfuckers are the problem. Like, uh, mm. you know, not that, uh, they're not capable and, you know, but it's, you know, they're making that, it's that they're playing with the morality kind of like they do, um, where you, whenever you're rooting for a, uh, for a, uh, you know, like a guy who's really a bad guy, but you kind of, he's the protagonist. I felt like that where I'm like, I don't know. Some of the shit you guys do and want is actually not pr- productive to, to like the goal of, uh, you know, having, getting peace at some point and even protecting your shit. So it was kind of, you know, it was kind of like they played with those strings a little bit. Now I don't think they completely crossed over. I wasn't ever rooting against a group, but I did have those, those moments, um, you know, thinking about it. Um, so, uh, let's get into, uh, kind of a scene by scene here. Uh, it opens up with Sasha trying to sleep in the house that they have. And she's looking around the room at all these pictures of white people. And they were scared, though. Yeah. Well, she, I wonder if she was looking at the pictures thinking all these motherfuckers are dead. That was thinking about her family. Like, like ghost almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she was freaking the fuck out. So uh, she took the pictures and put them in a bag, woke up that morning, uh, went to go see Olivia, who runs the gun depot, 
and food storage unit, but apparently does not keep notes. <laughs> like uh, inventory. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, so she just give out anybody gun to anybody. Yeah. You can like you check it out like a library book. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't want people grabbing my gun, dog. Yeah, and not to mention, I mean, I, she's the second fat person we've seen in the apocalypse. Like. What is up with that? Like, we haven't seen a fat person since Shane stiff-armed that dude. <laughs> That's been a long time. <laughs> like, like they got to be living good up there, man. Yeah, She's I... taken more than her quarter bar of chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were, yeah, they used, everyone used to get a whole bar. but <laughs> She the reason it's only a quarter. Right. That's what, yeah. She ate all the rations. She's <laughs> like, yeah, man, uh, chocolate's looking real low this week again. <laughs> again? And we just found a whole box of Hershey's. Yeah, I know, man. It's crazy to me, too. The chocolate doesn't spoil. Right, yeah. And she was freezing it, too. Uh, but, yeah, so they had, uh, you know, uh, so she goes and checks out her gun, uh, I'm presuming to just go work on target practice. Yeah, and, and I, th- I think for me, she's probably like that because if they've been in there for a while, they don't really take the gun shit seriously like Rick and them group would. So I don't really think the group see it as important as Rick and them would. That's true. Plus, Sasha's like a fucking sniper. She's, right. she's a beast. With so, the- of course, they like check it out like a damn library book because you're not allowed to really have a gun unless you're, leaving the, unless you're leaving these walls. Yeah, I feel like Sasha's like, this is my rifle, you know. Um, African-American sniper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and by the way, Olivia was chatting her up, and Sasha had the most... Which one's Olivia? Because I'm bad with names on this show. It's like, okay. Olivia like is new. <laughs> Olivia is new. She's the lady with the glasses that works in the gun depot who mm-hmm. hands out chocolate and, and oh, guns. Okay. okay. So okay. Olivia goes, um, hey, by the way, if you find a boar out there, why don't you uh, bring me back a leg? And I was like, so that's how it happened. You've been getting a whole leg for yourself. <laughs> and then the rest of the town got to split three, three legs of boar. I'll see what you're doing, Olivia. Um, and Sasha gave her this book look like, what, bitch? Like, ask me one more time. And, right. Like, what the fuck am I going to go looking for food for? Yeah. And so she went out and started shooting. And she, as she was shooting, they kept like, I guess we were hearing what was going on in her head. It kept getting louder. She was hearing mm-hmm. zombies. And, and crows and ravens and shit while she was shooting those pictures. And uh, I feel like we finally found out what happened to Chris Kyle. Cause, oh. yeah, yeah, you don't go shooting with Sasha. Cause, uh, that motherfucker definitely got the PTSD, dog. Like, I mean, or it could be her period. I don't know. Oh, I, Lord. I don't know. I'm not a woman. <laughs> I, you know, I can't speak and on these things. She's been having a hard time for a long time. Email, she was just, cutting everybody before. Email her at right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, email, uh, yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter at rhyme over reason. <laughs> I, I said that. Um, I'm trying to holler at her in the street. Yes, and yeah, if I see, yeah, I bet you won't street harass, uh, Sasha. I'll no. tell you that much. Mm-hmm. You know, when I saw that scene, I was like, you know, I'm ready for her to die just like I was Tyrese. And it makes sense mm-hmm. since they was brother and sister. That I wouldn't like both of them. I guess so. That would make sense that you didn't like them, but I feel like her, her, the way she's taking it is way different than Tyrese took all this death. Yeah, she's I feel sad. like Tyrese became soft and vibe, and she's like staying in her zone of like, fuck that. I'm going to be the sharpest weapon I can be yeah. and on, on edge at all times. But it was, it was so stupid. I thought it was stupid. I was like, why is she out in the woods in this new area by herself? But when you go to work, you don't talk to your coworkers because you don't like white people either. 
But I know the layout of the land. I know the environment. Yeah, so does she. She doesn't. She just got there. Yeah, she do, man. She, I mean, she a sniper dog. She get, she got the lookout tower. She just, she good, man. Nah, I was, I was like, I'm ready for her to die. Let, let her be the next one to die. Okay, uh, all right. That's so not really, no. He's off of Sasha. It's all right. Well, he's off of Sasha. Let's put it this way: if a new black cast member shows up, yeah, yeah, then she's dying. I feel like we still got something to call. Like the the show got too many. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, we could we could get rid of a few of them. Um. So uh, the abandoned house apparently is not just the stash spot for Rick. Can, can I ask a question real yeah, quick yeah. on that point? Because my complaint after season one of Walking Dead was, wait a second, this takes place in Atlanta? Where are all the black people? Mm-hmm. And now they're headed to D.C. And it's still like, where are all the black people? <laughs> well, in all fairness, <laughs> it's Alexandria. They go to Chicago? They go to Chicago at some point? Yeah. There'll still be no black people? Well, yeah. it's, it depends on where you're at yeah, in you uh, Virginia because it's Alexandria, Virginia, I not know, D.C. I know, I know. But I did see a black zombie if you if you know uh, that they shot with an arrow. Like I don't think you should see necessarily black survivors in Atlanta. I just want to see a ton of black zombies. I, yeah. I want to see like the costume designers should think of funny shit that people die doing, barbecuing, like and then and then use those stereotypes in the dead zombies. Like I would love to see like a like a flock of gay walkers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're just like, or like, you know, like drag queen walkers. So or, is that mumber different? Is that mumber's there? Or is like, yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Uh, handicap walkers, like you know, like yeah, or you know, uh, like wheelchair walkers. Mili- yeah, like why not? Like why not? You know, a bunch of soldiers, military walkers, just a group of military walkers. Like people die in these packs and shit. Yeah, it seems like they would. You know, but instead it's always like a bunch of random hipster walkers. Uh, I'm assuming that's the only people who go down there to apply for the job. Right. Still, Correct. I guarantee you. I don't know. Man. I just thought of a funny thanks to the, uh, the chat. Somebody said the zombie, the, all the black people are in, in Detroit. And I thought, <laughs> what a funny sketch for next season if I made it, which would be like the crew is like traveling all over the country and then they finally get to a place like Detroit. And it's all black people who've survived, like they're not zombies. <laughs> yeah. And then Rick, Rick and the crew are like, "Let's get the fuck out of here." This yeah. Is <laughs> right. They're like, "Oh no, we're not taking over this place." Yeah. They attack Rick and Michonne because they got on those sheriff's jackets. Um, yeah. But that's uh, the only reason that I feel like Michonne would take that jacket off when she leave the little city. Right. Leave Alexandria. She looks so bad in that jacket, man. She gotta get back into that tank top, man. <laughs> it's not the jacket's not doing it for me at she all. She tried to possess it with the little uh, shoestring in the back. Yeah, she wore a tie and everything. I was like, "Come on, Michelle, come on, girl, it's fine." <laughs> um, so, all right, they meet at the abandoned houses, Daryl, Carol, and uh, Rick, um, and they were talking about basically breaking into the gun house and stealing some guns in the box and. uh uh, a couple things I noticed was uh, Rick says uh, these people in Alexandria are the luckiest damn people I ever met, and they're just and they just keep getting luckier. And Daryl goes, "Why is that?" He said, "Cause we're here now." Right. And Daryl looked a little bit like, "Man, so we staying?" <laughs> yes, he was not happy. <laughs> like, really, dog? I was, I was hoping to be out of here by Thursday, but apparently, um, you know, Daryl was not sold at that point. Um, they and I, and uh Carol had only having been in there once was pretty sure that Olivia doesn't keep inventory 
of some of the smaller handguns that they keep in like this little storage box. Right, cause she, cause she knows her guns, man. She came up there rattling off all the guns. She probably yeah. could tell them how many was there, how many was in stock, how many bullets. Like she was probably looking at her like, uh, bitches, you even writing the shit that they're taking down. Like, so yeah. I can't tell you she was, uh, scoping her going, she don't keep a track of this shit. Yeah. And that seems like something they do in Alexandria and, and, you know, Carol's in her like Martha Stewart get up. You know, talking about Caltex, and I'm just like, oh man, like I want to marry her. <laughs> um, so uh, Rick and Carol and Daryl basically decide they're not going to tell the other people about it because they don't want to have any appearances like they're plotting. They don't expect to be able to have these meetings uh, out at the house too long. Um, they don't expect, uh, you know, they expect to be followed and uh, people to be suspicious of them. Mm-hmm. So he said, the others, we want them to try, so just keep this between us. And uh, it answered the question I had last week. Michelle, Michonne's really just not in on the plan because, you, know, you know, my thinking was she wasn't in on the plan. But I know some people were like, well, she's probably in on this, this plan of, like, not really fitting in but trying to look, look the part. But the whole, the whole group mm-hmm. doesn't have a plan. It's only these three people. Right, because they were the only three out on the porch. So I have a feeling that. Michonne wants to stay. He was like, you know what? She's going to try. I'm going to let her try. I'm not even going to ruin her fun by telling her this bullshit. Um, and then they found a W zombie. Right. And it hadn't been dismembered. I noticed that, but it did have the W on the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people still think that's Morgan. Because they think it'll be an M if it was looking at the zombie from the top down. Uh, I think it's, I think that W stands for something with the wolves though. Right. And, and that graffiti. And immediately when I saw, when I saw that, I was like, I, I remember the shit that, uh, they saw before. I was like, mmm, he, you know, one of them things. I was like, yeah, y'all gonna have some issues and yeah, some they're problems. Close. They're right. Close. They're in the vicinity. Yep. And then I, it made me wonder again, why they keep meeting at this same fucking house that they know somebody is watching because they got the gun. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. I don't know. Like, there's the mystery of where the fucking gun is. I need that solved. I think that girl took it. That that's possible. Maybe she stays in the house or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they talk too loud because they know they that they had the capability of listening from a distance. That's, that's how that guy point. was able to follow him. I was like, y'all got to come up with a better system. I thought y'all were smarter than this. You make valid points, man. I I agree with both of those. So oh, you, that's a first. And you know, <laughs> and you know, for me, I think that. He maybe I might be wrong, but I think he uses that more on when they go scouting. But they don't they don't know when they use. Yeah, they don't know. That's true. That's 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 an assumption. And if I was making a fucking secret plan between me and three people, I you know I probably want to be very careful about that. Yeah, because you don't know who all has one of those. They it could be one, could be more than one. Yeah, that's true too. We've all seen we've all seen movies. You got to go in the bathroom and turn on the water. (laughs) Then then you can talk. Um. I'm sure that's the CIA doesn't have that kind of technology. Apparently not. Um, so, uh, he, uh, Rick goes to talk to Michonne. They're both wearing the sheriff's jackets and he, and Rick's like, this might be some type of angle dog. Like she's giving us the sheriff authority and everybody's going to turn against us. And she's like, uh, Michonne's totally buying into it. She's like, no, maybe the angle is. And I like how Rick, how Michonne talks to Rick. Cause, you have to kind of talk him down like you're still in charge, but here's another way to think about this thing. And her thing is, well, maybe Deanna's giving us the power because there is no us versus them anymore. And she wants to see everybody kind of get together and work. 
And as long as she backs us, people will fall in the line. And uh Michonne even tried to downplay the idea of being sheriff when she was like, uh, or constables as they were called. She said, uh, the authority to break up fist fights. And he said, if that was the case, she'd give one of these to, Je- to Daryl. And uh Michonne was looking like, well, okay. I guess we're a little stronger than that. That's true. And I, I, and I think for me... I think she's up to something. I think that. Who, Deanna or Michelle? Right, no, Deanna. Okay. I think that she bought them in from the outside, knowing that they have survived. And I think that uh, the people that she quote unquote kicked out are, are the are this group with the W group. I think mm-hmm. that they that's may have been why they got kicked out in the first place. This is my 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 theory here. And I think that uh, she was like, one day they're gonna come back, and we need to be prepared. But but the but the funny part is that she don't want to do any of the changes that Rick was suggesting, which I don't comprehend. Yeah, that's why I don't think it's some part of I don't think she thinks that there's a threat. Like that was my first thing was I thought that she was recruiting them because there was eventually they were gonna be like, Oh, by the way, guys, there's this group trying to kill us. But um I don't think that she thinks there's a threat. I I couldn't figure out at first why she didn't want weapons or the people in the town to have weapons. She was like, No, there cannot be weapons here. But I feel like she gave Rick and Michonne power because they were already leaders. And to give them something that wasn't a leadership position, they wouldn't buy into the town. That's a great point. That's true. Um, So they had to have another leadership position. And she knew from basically her scout and from meeting with Rick that he was more the leader. Yeah, that's Um, a good point. So she had to give them leadership positions. They're going to come in and rustle Westbrook this whole town. Yeah, (laughs) they're about to take all the shots. Yeah, you just fit schooled in. me because I've been watching this show just kind of on my couch trying to avoid your hashtags because mm-hmm. uh, I'm usually <laughs> watching it like 10, 30, 11. And Karen just illuminated the whole plot for me. So thanks. Yeah, man. You I, haven't been contrib- I haven't been contributing shit so far. So. No, it's okay, oh, man. Bad, sweetie. A, a lot of times no, I no, think. No, 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 no. That was good. I'm not. No, I'm saying thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of times uh, that's why people listen to this podcast. It's like we enhance the show. Because I think a lot of people do that passive watching shit, and we're all into it. So we get them details, man. I be paying real close. Like, yeah. like I a lot of real shit. close attention. It's a lot of shit happening when people think nothing's happening. Where I'm like, oh, shit. And then and then I'm like, I'm tweeting about it. And then other people are like, so why do they care if they got jackets or whatever the fuck? I'm just like, are you serious? Yeah, are you like, watching what I'm watching? Yeah, that jacket looks stupid. I'm like, all right. And and the jacket symbolized for other people is just an automatic authority thing. Yeah, uh, it, dog. I was thinking, like, isn't it fucking crazy how you can be in the zombie apocalypse? And But I think it's really realistic that if you just put a jacket on a motherfucker, people are like, that's the sheriff. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. Like, our minds are that conditioned to have, like, a hierarchy, like, system where we're just like, oh, now here's the guy who breaks up the fights when really it's like you've been getting by without any of this bullshit for a couple years now. You know? Yeah, that and also you have to think that that area was right after the apocalypse. So they didn't really have a chance to function with almost no organization if that makes sense so they've kind of always had organization and so it's just one of those things where but they haven't had sheriff she even said she was waiting for somebody like them to do that that's true that's true so that's like this is a new thing she's going to organize a government 
I'm saying it's crazy how people just are going to fall in line. Like that, that, that that's true. And I do think for me, it's because it was always some form of organization. It might not have been a hierarchy, but y'all think she's kind of been the hierarchy, right? As of right now, her husband. So, so it's had some form of, of, of quote unquote governmental leadership. I, yeah, I, we're agreeing. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying it's crazy that people would like put it this way. Let's, let's take it the opposite way. You just went up to Rick's group and you were like, yeah, so these new people are going to fucking tell you what to do. They would kill the fuck out of you. Yeah, and I think in seconds. It would be like, the mm, motherfuckers yeah. were crazy. So yeah. now I'm saying it's it's like, it's amazing that people fall in the line like that. I don't find it to be a stretch yeah, okay, at all. I see what you're saying. You just put a jacket on two motherfuckers. It's like, that dude, the sheriff, is like, I don't know this motherfucker. <laughs> um, you, just make, you just make the assumptions. Anyway, so Daryl's out in the woods and um, the gay dude, Aaron, uh, is out in the woods track possibly tracking him he says he's rabbit hunting i think he was tracking him possibly listening to the group plans right (laughs) right like he could be doing anything out there and then daryl is kind of shady looking i can see them following him but he swears that he's not uh because daryl hears him and he's like you can tell the difference between walkers and humans by sound it's like first of all that's not an answer to the question, what the fuck are you doing following me? <laughs> You're not grunting. And, and you know, I Second thought, of all, I think Daryl can tell the difference between straight and gay yeah. with sounds because he's that fucking good. I, I felt like he wanted Daryl to find him because think about it. He followed them all that time and they never knew he was behind them. The oh, yeah. Time. It could be a test. Yeah. Um, I felt like he wanted Daryl to find him. True, because he was kind of filling out his abilities. Or, or testing his skills, yeah, to see you know if he had got to level 81 or not. Yeah. so so deanna deanna is giving uh she gave uh rick michonne and maggie like this little powwow session where she was like i'm about to start a government y'all uh mac she's grooming maggie for like a position of leadership come on now what, now you don't like well you don't like oh because she's a woman i feel like she's I feel like, like jl can chime in here nah, i feel like she's like the sarah palin in my in my herschel voice <laughs> I'm just proud that my daughter married that young Asian boy. Wow, <laughs> what are you doing to my neck, Governor? Wait, <laughs> uh, you don't like so you don't like her grooming Maggie? Nah, she not. Why? I just don't think she's the one for leadership. <laughs> okay, I feel like she'd be like Sarah Palin in the office. I don't. I completely yeah. disagree with you. I think that. Uh, with her being a, 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 I guess a senator in the government, I think that she has the personality to kind of pick out characters, uh, like personalities, and to be in like a leadership position, you kind of gotta care, and you kind of have to have the the believable face that if you say something, regardless of if it's a lie or not, people will buy into it. And Maggie kind of has that personality. She, she control Maggie, maybe, and I get it. Right. How do they call it Rainbow Coalition? Maggie, the only logical choice. She can't choose Rick because he's crazy. She right. can't choose any of the black people. Yeah, no ni- um, no niggers. They got the yep. same policy as nope. SAE. No yep. Asians. Nope, no Asians. Um, so then it leaves you with Eugene. <laughs> you can't put him with Can't put no. Eugene. He got a mother. He got a mother. Uh, yeah, and what's the can't other one? Abraham. The, the can't put Abe. Yeah. Abe won't even put on a fucking shirt. Yeah, you can't yeah, put him. Nope. So. Is that the leader of Metallica? Which one's yeah. the leader of Metallica? <laughs> yeah, that's Metallica, dude. That's a, yeah. So... So yeah, so that's it, that's the logical choice out of her options, but I wouldn't pick her, is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, she would have had worse instincts if she would have picked Carol, right? So I'm gonna go with that's a great option. Um, I mean, plus, who, like she's putting people in the best spots for them. 
Um, and Michonne and Rick probably would be much better police than better fucking politicians. Yeah, I don't think either one of them would function well. And yeah. I and I do I agree with you, Justin, on the fact that she was like, if I don't put them in a leadership position, they're gonna be a problem. Yeah. Um. So she even said there might be horses and mills one day. And then, she, then Rick made a face. She said, what? Does that sound like pie in the sky? And I noticed a little edge to her voice like, motherfucker, don't be trying to make jokes. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm serious about like, this. I'm, I'm leading this shit. Like, like, you know, this can't just be about only survival. It's um, hard for me to believe anything she say. Because um, she a politician? Because she seemed like she's the type of chick that smoked um, cigarettes or whatever. And I just don't trust uh, cigarette smokers. You can't trust them, man. <laughs> What the fuck is this, a truth ad? (laughs) Right. Can't trust her, man. Left swipe that? What's happening here? (laughs) She just reminded me of that lady on True Blood, the one that was a a wolf. Marianne? I only watched the first three seasons. Oh, nah, nah. Wait, this might be season... When they introduced the wolf clan... Yeah. And the grandmother yeah. of the little girl. Is, is that the same woman? Because that's who she was. No, it's like. not the same woman. I think this woman actually played ones. Captain Janeway on Star Trek. So it's a different woman. I'm just saying, I I can't trust her. She got that raspy smoker's voice. Yeah. I can't you, trust her. I, I think you have a problem with vagina. You know what, man? That means you don't, you wouldn't trust my grandma, man. Mm-hmm. So fuck, fuck you, nigga. Yeah, all his problems with women. I definitely How about losing the misogyny <laughs> vote <laughs> here? Wait, now that's my territory. Yeah, that's all well vote jay uh jl you you know you're you're talking to a master of um <laughs> of, of of ridiculousness uh with justin yeah like, i think it's that light-skinnedness <laughs> yeah i don't know if it's light-skinned privilege or what but you know anyway oh, I, we're definitely privileged um, <laughs> I, I do i do like uh diana's uh plan uh diana's plan and i you know i don't know if it'll work necessarily but i think it's a it's better than what the fuck rick wants to do which is just like survive and kill people and yeah, shit Rick, plan, Rick plan is stupid i'm just saying do you trust her though do you yeah trust yeah you? i trust her now mm-hmm. okay yeah i think whatever she's hiding is not i think it's one of those things where um it's like a dude that hides that he liked his ex's facebook status on uh, on facebook <clears throat> where it in his mind it's a big deal but like if his girl found out it wouldn't be a big deal I think whatever she's hiding is not that big a deal. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's some, like, at first I thought it was like she was going to bring up to the group, like, Hey guys, by the way, there's another group out there and they've been killing us one by one, you know, or some shit like that. And, um, so far she, she doesn't seem to be hiding anything in my opinion. Um, but, uh, I didn't appreciate that she was apprehensive of the changes that Rick wanted to make to security. Right. I had a big problem with that because the thing is, like, if your whole thing was, hey, you're on the outside, I'm bringing you inside to help us, I'm putting you over security. And Rick has walked around and looked and scoped the grounds and, and shit like that. And they was, you know, they were at the prison. So he completely understands security and safety. And he's basically like, you know, these poles need to go on the inside, not the outside. <laughs> and she was like, no. He was like, well, I would climb the fuck up them. Yeah. You know, and she was like, Mm-mm, nah, we good. And Well, she didn't say they were good. She just was like, I think she completely just had a lack of understanding of what what it's like on the outside walls, you right. know. And I think she did take it under advisement. And we'll get to, I know she did, as a matter of fact, because it comes up later. But, um she was basically like, you know, uh, 
why would anyone climb the walls? And he's like, because there's more than fucking zombies out there. There are people out there that kill people. You clearly have not dealt with them. Like, Mm-mm. they remember last week she said the area was evacuated. So they haven't been running into many zombies or many people up there. <gasps> Okay. So to them, there's they don't understand the danger yet, and they don't understand people are still surviving. Yeah, out they, there. she thinks Rick is being like overprepared, but she just doesn't fucking know that Rick is a hundred percent right on time. Um, right. The other thing that they said was they don't have a lookout in the tower. By the way, the faces everyone made when they found out there's no fucking lookout in that tower. She's like, yeah, we just put a rifle up there um, in case anyone thinks somebody. It's like, are you fucking serious? Not even any bullets in the rifle. Right. <laughs> like, you know, for display. They're like, bitch, we're going to die. Right. And nobody will see anybody coming. And she, uh, Sasha, finally wanted a job. She was like, I want to be the lookout. I want as many shifts as possible. Me and, and my PTSD up there. <laughs> Sniping the school children. I just, I just shooting everybody. <laughs> right. Sasha just, That's why she was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We can't have you up there randomly with this damn gun. Sasha going to freak out and be like, it's Charlie in the trees. <laughs> I was in the shit, man. And just start fucking <laughs> shooting kids. Everybody get about to get a bullet. I'm a dude. Plan a dude. <laughs> <laughs> and the other dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was so fucking freaked out. <laughs> so she said, um... She's like, yeah, you can do that. We'll talk about it, but um, you need to do me a favor first. And uh, she's like, get that fucking look off your face. Nah, she was like, you need to do me a favor first and uh, come to my party tonight. And I'm like, man, these people are so nice. Man, this is original. Well, not just that. Her big fucking, like, I want something too. I thought it was going to be like, you know kill my husband or so you know like it's like right. come to my party it's like wow that's that's the biggest thing she, yeah she just wants the facebook invite to be a yes not a maybe <laughs> that's that's her big thing and then you can work the wall um sasha didn't look like she wanted to go but Mm-mm. she did want to be on the tower so i think she was gonna do it um so uh the next scene was there at the party rick walks in with judith and carl and this, by the way, this scene freaked me out more than like when they were on the road eating dog. Right. Because they looked like they didn't belong. I felt like they didn't belong. Everybody, it's like everybody well, else was fine, but they looked uncomfortable. Well, that's not what freaked me out. The whole fucking scene felt like it didn't belong. These motherfuckers got electricity. Mm-hmm. Their clothes were ironed and washed and pressed. <laughs> Everybody's hair was done. People had on dresses and they makeup. Yeah, I was like, I was just like, what? Like, this is La La Land. And who was getting all these supplies? Not that group troop ass ROTC yeah. boy band that was out there a week ago. What you the know, fuck? playing with zombies. It, you know what I mean? And y'all making me think what Sasha told Deanna. She was like, this ain't real. That's what she told us. She was like, yeah, this well, we'll get to that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you skipping ahead. Yeah. Oh, I'm skipping scenes. On, my on, my, my, my bad. Player. Rookie move. I'm, I'm waiting on that scene. <laughs> Rookie move. Way to, way to go, Sasha. <laughs> um. So, uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, at the party, uh, Carol's like, I'm gonna sneak out the back because, you know, they're gonna be watching everybody else. And, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, we're not even at the party yet. Th- this is the plan for the party. Like, Carol's like, I'm gonna sneak out and shit. And I was like, you know what? She should have, they should have pulled more people into the plan because Noah Gabriel and Eugene ain't been seen for two episodes now. They could have snuck out. They're invisible too, apparently, to the script writers. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask you guys a question? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. This confused me. Eugene is the fake scientist, right? Yep, yep. Mullet, dude. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you a question. 
and I don't know if you covered this, but when he got punched by Meta- Orange Metallica, yeah, and was lying there, I thought that would had been their way of saying he's dead. Like mm. he looked like he had been punched to death. Like it was like a very dramatic moment. And then I'm watching this this new batch of episodes. I'm like. Why the fuck is this guy back? <laughs> yeah, um, well, at the very end of that episode, he starts, uh, going, he's like, uh, uh, and everybody's like, everybody gets their knives because they're like, did this motherfucker turn to a zombie? Did he really die? And he goes, uh, water. And that's when the, like, the episode ends. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, you know, I wish he was dead. He's never been punched before. He's always been able to talk his way out of, um, things like yeah, that. Yeah, he ain't had no butts and burner to throw at him and that shit like that. No, yeah, like he couldn't be like, I'll do your homework if you leave me alone, mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah. He had to take that ass whipping. Um, so, uh, Daryl was trying to catch a horse with Aaron. The Aaron had named the horse with the children. It was called Buttons. Oh. <laughs> hey, man, I feel like they doing his character a disservice, man. Who? Uh, Aaron? Yes. Oh, you think they're making them too gay? I feel like they're trying to, right. I feel like they're trying to lump all the stereotypes. I, I, I don't believe that because white people love horses now, so yeah, I, I'm this buying this. Yeah, this ain't a gay thing right. at all. Right. They buttons love though. horses. You ever seen white people around horses? Right. Buttons, around buttons, animals? Though. Buttons, though. They name them yeah, all kinds yeah, of shit. Man. Buttons, they, pebbles. They name, them, they name them way weirder shit than buttons. Right. Seashells. You know what? I'm not a part of white Twitter like you. So yeah, I the Kentucky know. Derby. <laughs> Have you seen the Kentucky Derby, man? No, like, do I look like I, no, I don't watch the Kentucky Derby. And they got another one. They got another, they got like three or four different horse races every year. Like, the motherfuckers. Excuse me. You're your yeah. Juleps. Belmont, Preakness, and, and Kentucky Derby. There's your triple crown. Yeah, yes. The Preakness. Yeah. All that yeah, shit. Somebody said Seabiscuit. Yeah. I, you can name something Seabiscuit. I can deal with buttons. Right. Yeah. Buttons ain't even a complicated. That's not even highfalutin for white people. That's like bottom of the barrel. <laughs> It's like naming a puppy mittens or some shit. Like that's nothing <laughs> for a white people. It would be gayer if it was butt tons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now that would be gayer. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah but must just have a big ass. Right. Yeah. Like it's not like he like he like you said like it's not like he had a mint julep or something. Like I do declare another horse has gotten out the stable. <laughs> it is hotter than a toad on a June frog this morning. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Daryl almost had buttons and he was talking to him. He said, you used to be somebody's, now you're just yours. And I was thinking, are you talking to yourself or the horse, Daryl? Cause now Merle can't control you. You're your own man. Right. Carol, you know? break him off in it. Yeah, Carol. That's his fault. He went wash his ass. Yeah. He would have took a shower. He could have got something last week. Um, so, um, they, they tried to catch the horse and, uh, fucking zombies came up. And broke a twig or some shit right as Daryl's about to slip the, the rope on the horse. And, uh, they had to kill all the zombies and the horse ran off. Um, let's see what else happened. Oh, uh, Livia and the, the lady who runs the bookstore, the gun store, uh, her and, uh, Carol were talking about making some cookies. Carol uses applesauce instead of eggs. Mm. I, I, I'm not saying I'm the best cook, but that didn't sound right. In the zombie apocalypse, you, you stretch no, you it. you can do that. You can do that. Applesauce instead of eggs. I think, yeah. I think that'll be good. No, I've I've had somebody once made me a cake or something with, with that, like, to replace it. And, yeah, and a lot of people uh, do that as a substitute. Wasn't bad. Okay, wasn't bad. All right, maybe I'll try it. I'm going to look that, that recipe up then. Chocolate and applesauce. Mm-mm. 
I don't know how it tastes now, but like, yeah, that combination don't sound. Like it just it. did not sound good to me either. I was like, "Thank God it's not a zombie apocalypse." Um, so uh, this dude Tobin comes I'd, in. Oh. I'd be happy if I had either in the zombie apocalypse. Right, that's like, true. Oh shit, there's some applesauce. Right, yeah, that's true. I'd be snorting applesauce like crack. <laughs> I mean, like cocaine. Uh, Tobin uh, came in. Who's this guy who wanted to check out some guns? And uh, I only remember his name because he offered to take Carol to learn how to shoot. She, yeah, she played all innocent. <laughs> Street harassment. Yeah, he doesn't know Carol. <laughs> Carol's last name is Born Bond uh, Bauer. The possible white woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, she looked out the window and, like, turned the switch, the latch off the window while he was talking to her because she was just so smooth. And she was just, like, turned around smiling like, Oh, I don't know about guns. I guess I had a rifle when I was out there and you I had a big burly man, a tiny handgun, but I don't, I was like, man, she would kill everyone in this room. Right. Within seconds. Right. Um, so, uh, Eric's having a talk. Now I did want to bring this up. Eric's having a talk with Daryl in the woods and he said, I know you feel like an outsider. Eric and I are still outsiders in a lot of ways. Um, and later he says, you're an outsider in kind of a different way. But the more people get to know you, the more they like you and all this stuff. And I was thinking, y'all think Daryl could be gay? Mm, um, I don't think he is. I think he's just a little too much chemistry with uh, with the, what's her name, Carol? That's the short-haired chick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't yeah, think I think it's more of just his personality because, like, he's always been different. Like, he's never fit in the group or a clique or anything like that. So I guess he can tell that he's an outsider. Yeah, I think once he accepted T-Dog and other black people, he was like, eh, who am I to judge? Because he was too nice for the rednecks that he came from. Right. But still, but still rough for everybody else. Mm-hmm. But besides, they can't have him be gay because if Lee Daniels is conquering homophobia in the black community, mm-hmm. Walking Dead can't <laughs> do it in the same year in the redneck community. That's, That's too much for America. That's true. I don't know if they're going to, yeah, I don't know if the world's ready for him that. Him on the banjo singing When a Man Loves a Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I'll You're be- so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. That might be too much. I did have like a you know just a brief thought. Like we've never really seen him like actually have a love interest. We've had Correct. people that we hoped he was like maybe or thought maybe he was interested in them, but it's always turned out to be something other than romantic. You know, with him and Carol, it seems more like a mother son thing right now. With uh, him and Beth, it felt more like she was his little sister. Right. Um. You know. We've never seen them make a pass at anybody. And um, Aaron and uh, Eric uh, are the first gay people we've seen on the show that are men. So I was, I don't know. It was just, right. a, it was a passing thought. Like, I don't know what that dude's sexuality is. He's very asexual. I just had a weird, funny image, which was just of Daryl coming back from the woods with Aaron with his shirt tied up like men <laughs> <laughs> Just full on gay. Now tell me. That wouldn't be fucking awesome if like seventeen <laughs> zombies showed up like that. Tell, like just oh, that'd be everything. What are just like the like no explanation, no like like no like oh there was a gay pride parade mm-hmm. or something. Just like just seventeen zombies that look really like sexually ambiguous in uh the spin-off it. series, I think, is starting out west, they said, from what mm. I heard, is gonna start out west. So maybe they hit like san francisco pride week like 
in episode two. That would be, be everything. I want to see that, man. I, they need to let me write. Oh, for I can't that. wait for the earrings and the costumes and the jewelry. Oh, it's gonna be everything. Oh, that'd be the most controversial zombie killing of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. Like, oh man, you think the dogs and, was a problem? And they were, and, and to me, which I I don't know if they would do, but more gay survivors. Yeah, but, well, I think we will get that. Right. Yeah, I think we will get that. Um, so, uh, let's see what else we're going to say. Um, yeah, so anyway, I wondered if they were gay. And then, uh, he says, uh, we've heard our share of well-meaning but hilariously offensive things from some otherwise really nice men and women. So, um, I'm assuming people have been saying some fucked up shit to Eric and Aaron in, in, uh, oh, Alexandra. Yeah. Not as progressive as they like to think themselves. <laughs> right. Um, and the whole time that he was giving his backstory, I just kept thinking, didn't Daryl tell you to shut the fuck up if you were going to follow him? <laughs> like, that was the first thing he said was just be quiet. And then they start walking. And now Aaron's giving, like, his whole life story. And I tell you guys, I think Aaron is smoother than y'all give him credit for. I, I think Aaron can probably fight and shit. Like, Aaron. Oh, yeah. He probably fucks, fucks I think, up. like, he plays his cards close to the vest. And the way that he's so smooth and, like, effortless like giving he's kind of working himself in with daryl getting his guard down a little bit at a time and uh you know to a motherfucker that is very dangerous and honorary like he's he's, he's sitting up there like yeah man uh, let me tell you about my life you know and i felt like he was breaking through to daryl a little bit um i, I do too the way he kicked that door open and send Mich- um, michonne flying of course he could whoop somebody's ass yeah yeah um, so, and then he asked Daryl to go to the party, um, or to try to go to the party. And Daryl was like, eh, whatever. No damn party. Yeah. He <laughs> was like, whatever, dog. Um. Any moonshine that no? Well, then I ain't going. So, uh, now we get to the party. Rick comes in. He meets Reg, who's Deanna's husband. Cause I thought that motherfucker was dead. dead. Me too. <laughs> yep. Cause the way she said it, she was like, what my husband was mattered. And I was like, does she mean his occupation or like, he ain't no He more. dead. You know what I mean? He and, got eight. And I was thinking it's kind of weird right now in the zombie apocalypse. If you tell me about a person who's just not in the immediate vicinity, my assumption is that they're dead. Me too. Like you say, one time my wife did this. I'm like, so I guess that bitch got eight. You know what I'm like? Because that many people are dead now. You got you to gotta fucking tell me they're alive. Um, anybody else feel like they got a little cuckoo vibe off a of ridge? <laughs> walked up to rick and called him a very impressive man uh he was, he was looking him kind of in like he was sizing him up who knows i don't know that party is uh, <laughs> orgy. i thought the party might be on some swinger shit like i was like an hour from now he's gonna be talking to rick like what do you think about deanna by the way so did you we have a, a good time yeah <laughs> we got a babysitter for all the kids <laughs> She keeps herself together for a 50-year-old lady. What do you think? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, uh, Reg tried to make it kind of a pissing contest a little bit about Rick saving all those lives out there. I, he was humble bragging. He was like, you saved so many lives. I mean, you're the real hero. And Rick was like, man, you put up this wall, you know. And then Deanna, Deanna stepped in and was like, yeah, without this wall, we wouldn't even be here. So it's like both of y'all heroes. And I was like, maybe Reg got a little insecurity about Rick, man. That whole scene, I was just looking at everybody's clothes and looking at Rick's. Like, yeah. Like, every, they in there too fancy. Like, how did all the fancy people survive without being killers? I don't, yeah. I didn't get it. Like, everybody in there was too fancy. Yeah. Well, they, they've never run into, to, they've, they've never run into, you know, any real 
bad problems guys. right i mean those motherfuckers would be a meal dude if terminus ran up on them shit mm-hmm. it'd be everybody would be dead take out um buttons became a meal the zombies ate them. yes buttons yeah. that ale shout out to um white people though they killed all them zombies for eating that horse the fuck was that about man i would have left and went back home like well matter of fact i probably would have been plotting on eating the horse my fucking self to be honest yeah I'm like, mm, horse burgers. No. Isn't that what most of McDonald's is already? You oh, know? Because they were talking about he wanted the kitchen to take it back. Yeah, they wanted to have a horse there and shit. And uh, so anyway, they fucking. Uh, yeah, so it ain't, it ain't like before where you, they wanted a horse and he probably would have shot it and killed it. Yeah. So they, they fucking, the zombies ate the horse and then they killed him and shit. Tainted meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, Noah was at the party. He wanted to leave. He wasn't feeling comfortable. And I think he doesn't feel comfortable unless he's serving white people. Oh, <laughs> or washing yeah. their clothes. Yeah, he was like, I'm not. Chris, is that Chris Rock? Yeah. Noah is mm-hmm. Chris Rock? Everybody yeah. hates Chris. He was like, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not comfortable here. I want to go home. And Glenn and Maggie was like, you family now? You got to stay. Uh, and that just symbolizes what family is really about. Mm-hmm. It was like- it's not about having your back when you're in need. It's about not letting you leave when you should. That's what <laughs> family is about obligation and going down together. They was like, we hate this party too, bitch. Stay. So we all in here together. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, Daryl, they finally, Daryl and Aaron apparently got back to the town because this is happening at the same time as the party. Daryl starts walking towards the party, gives up, comes back home. <laughs> I don't think uh, he got close to the house, did he? People like he was hiding behind a tree to me. Like he was trying to scope it out. Like he was scared. Like, like yeah. I was like, is he nervous? So Aaron popped up out of the house and was like, Daryl, hold up, player. Don't go home yet. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. Maybe Daryl's gay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying. I was like, Aaron, like, popped up out of that bitch. Like, bam. What's up, dog? What, you, what was he going? Top or bottom? What was he going to open up the door going, you're so beautiful. <laughs> As he walked down the steps, what's happening here? That's what I felt was going to happen. What, um, what music would they if they did have a love scene with Daryl and Aaron? What music would they play? Uh, probably dueling banjos. I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, that that he's like, man, we got some bomb ass spaghetti. Come eat dinner with me and Eric. And uh, Daryl had this look like, oh damn, why is somebody? I'm sorry, why is yeah. somebody spo- spoiling shit in the chat? Who spoiling what? Who's spoiling in the chat? Oh, maybe it's a joke, but I just oh, saw. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say it, but you could see what somebody wrote. I'll I mean, kick that motherfucker out. It. I'll kick them the fuck out if they spoiling shit in, in the uh, chat. Oh yeah, we don't do yeah. spoilers. Karen, you you get on that because I don't play that shit. Um. So anyway, yeah. So uh, Daryl's like um, Howard Corsair. Corsair. Howard, God damn it, Howard! How we were trying to call him? He's, he's dropping all sorts of things that I don't want to. I don't want to see. And I know. Some all right, well, Howard, it was nice, man. Yeah, but you, you got, got to go. go bro. You got to go, Howard. Yeah, man. We try to be nice with you, and uh, this is how this is what happens, man. Yeah, you got there because we read it too, but we do not spoil. Yeah, I read the comic books too. Anybody can here. Hold on, PSA, guys. Everybody can read now. Just because you read the comic book does not make you fucking special. Right. If the people wanted to know who watched the show, they could go read the comic books. It's really easy. They're adults. They can either afford it or go download it, and they can spoil it for themselves. They don't need you to fucking spoil it for you for them. 
and it's a fucking privilege to listen to the show so if you want to come participate in the chat room you keep that spoiler shit out same thing with game of thrones yeah. you come in here spoiling shit you're not gonna be welcome back and you get the fuck out so bye howard and every time i see you log in bye again and again at that and yeah. again after that like what the fuck I, I was just kidding he didn't spoil anything nah he's no, gone he did he did I'm yeah kidding. i saw yeah. it he's, he's yeah. fucking gone i saw it god damn man why, why why would you want to ruin people's fun right because the thing is i missed the first one so i was glad because a bunch of people were getting mad but i didn't scroll up to see because oh, I, like, oh, I missed it but then i saw something he wrote again you know what's crazy is as a comic book reader I already know not everything goes the way the comic books are. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, this won't spoil either the comic or the show, but Andrea is not dead in the comic. You know what I'm saying? So already, you know, like the shit didn't go the right way. Like, right. so why people feel this need to come ruin everybody's fun, um, especially to just try to be the center of attention. Tension. Like, yeah, I don't need that egomaniac in the fucking chat room. Get the fuck out with that shit and don't come back. Um, anyway, um, they, so Aaron and, uh, Eric invite Daryl in for some spaghetti to which I was like, is that a, <laughs> what does that mean? With some, with some meatballs. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Alfredo sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get a couple of bread sticks up in there. But, uh, they, so we get to, uh, the party and this is the most controversial thing of the night. Like, uh, I think I got into it with some people on Twitter about this, but Jesse steps up in with her with her family. Jesse, the hairdresser, mm-hmm. and the shoulder tat. Rick Maine squeeze, and she introduces Rick to her husband Pete, who Rick has already met on a smoking night outside of the porch. <laughs> yes, he did <laughs> in a shadow, right? And she's like, "Hey, it's my husband Pete." By the way, Pete way less creepy without a cigarette and uh, on the porch. Maybe Justin's right. About people that smoke. <laughs> he looked presentable, put himself together. Yeah, he looked nice. And he's the doctor for the town. Yeah, used all his interpersonal skills. I was <laughs> like, is he is he faking now or was he faking on the porch? I, I think he was drunk on the porch, in my opinion. Mm, good point. He's like, so why don't you come by and, uh, you know, come by the doctor's office and we'll fucking, uh, you know, get you looked at, get your son looked at, at least your kids. Like, they've been out there for a while. And Rick's like, all right, man, I appreciate you, brother. Um, I wouldn't trust it. Trust what? I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't take my kids over to him and inject them with something. You'd be like, damn! Now, now, now they, now they turning into zombies. Yeah, I, I feel, don't even. Know I would I just wouldn't trust him. He if he's the Rick. doctor for the whole town, why would he single out Rick's kids? Because he don't like Rick. I didn't get the vibe that he didn't like Rick. He know Rick gonna fuck his wife. No, he don't. <laughs> no, no. That's actually that's the worst part. He has no fucking idea. No, I, I think he doesn't know. Either. Yeah, Rick in the wrong here, dog. Mm-hmm. Ain't no if ands or buts about this shit. Right. Rick wrong. No, for I'm this. not saying Rick not wrong. Right, I'm, just I'm saying just, I'm saying the way the guy's playing it, he don't seem to fucking know. He did we when can, he was in the shadows. Can all fuck your wife. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, he's next. Carl. <laughs> Oh, uh, so he, I I Do we still hate Carl? Is Carl uh, still I don't know Carl. Yeah, I, I love Carl. He's a psycho. Ah. Yeah, Carl's my might be my favorite. <laughs> Him and that cap. That little motherfucker is deadly. God damn. Now, at deadly. first he was annoying because I was like, "Bitch, watch your kid. Why is your kid in the bomb with the zombies?" But now I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, he overcame bad parenting. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? He's like like LeBron James of the <laughs> zombie apocalypse. Oh, <laughs> 
you know what i'm saying his mom his mom was fucking people in the crew uh <laughs> a single parent for a while his, his dad was absent and he still overcame all that shit to be the deadliest motherfucker in the zombie apocalypse he had I, to kill his mama too man. yeah right he, he had Gang- to kill his mama why gangster oh i love carl man i can't believe you just said that dog um <laughs> although he is a, he is a teenager dog he did have a he, he slip up and do teen shit every once in a while yeah he does i i feel you on that because there are some episodes where i'm just like god damn it why you gotta be 13 you know, like in the with zombie him and his cowboy hat and his long hair, he's the one I'm thinking Aaron's gonna be recruiting soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all he all, all he's gonna need after that is a construction worker cool. and an Indian. Cool. I have one son, and I don't want him to be gay in the apocalypse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carl, you know I don't believe in marriage equality. Carl <laughs> so, had that broke back mountain for real. Yeah. Oh Lord! So um, that would be hilarious if Rick, like, just out of in like season eight, you know, just finds out Carl's gay. He's like, no son of mine is gonna be gay, right? I'm yeah, still, I'm still a white dude in law enforcement from the south. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I think last week we were kind of all like. Uh, at least I, I I remember being like I don't think Jesse was coming on to Rick last week with the haircut because people were like what a sensual haircut, but I felt like she was cutting his hair like a fucking like stray dog, you know what I mean like a pity yeah. it was like a a pity haircut like oh yeah look at you let's Man. let's fix this Man, she almost ran her hand down his chest and played with his nipples no she like, didn't that's, that's no she sens- didn't that's how sensual that haircut was no she didn't man she come, almost. On. come on man stop yeah you gotta remember dang she ain't gonna put it on number three like she does us you, you know you got to kind of yeah brush it out and, and, and cut the edges yeah now the thing that was ear and everything the yeah, thing the thing that was shady about the haircut situation which i have no excuse for she didn't mention her husband the whole time they was chilling. Nope. She, she brought up her kids. And like I said, it's zombie apocalypse. Now, it could be because she's not used to the zombie apocalypse rules of being outside. If you don't mention a motherfucker, the assumption is they're dead. Correct. But they don't really live by those rules. So maybe she did, it never even crossed her mind to be like, uh, my husband's not around because she's like, yeah, I got a couple kids. Obviously, I have a fucking family. Duh. Man, I feel like Rick claimed to like the claim game. Did when he when he when he saw her at the party it was like you know what mine right yeah I did feel that way I claimed it you did you might have been walking around with it but you did claim it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you didn't I called dibs <laughs> so um anyway Jesse um and this is when I realized because uh they were all having a chat and she was like uh Pete was like hey let me go get y'all some drinks and she and Jesse goes I can go get it and he's like no you stupid bitch no he was just like <laughs> but he had, he had a really passive aggressive like firm no i'm getting the drinks um and then let them talk and i was thinking if jesse offered to go get the drinks i don't think she was really trying to come on or seduce rick at all i think yeah, she, she was, was gonna let them talk yeah i really think she thought i'm my friend my husband and this new guy will probably be friends right and that's good um then when she talked to him the shit she talked about was like this this really like Generic. you know we've lost everything but we still have found something and isn't it good that we're like it wasn't even like subtext i, I rewound that shit twice to be like maybe it's like some double meanings no mm-hmm. it was completely platonic um and i you know so i was kind because of, i was looking for signs at this point that because people were basically calling her a whore and i was like all right well i 
you know i think rick was just listening with his dick man i think the whole time she was talking it was like and his dick was just like boing the whole time right. i i think that that's what's happening i think that she didn't go in with the i'm going to seduce you and people just made that assumption yeah um so uh you know they have this conversation or whatever and, and rick's heart is a rock um <laughs> and uh if i started thinking about something and i went and looked it up in season one, they kind of hint that Lori and Rick were having marital problems before the zombie apocalypse broke out. And at one point she even said she was talking to her, her friend when she was picking up Carl from school before Shane came in and told her that Rick got shot. And she was saying she didn't even, she wasn't sure if she loved Rick anymore. And uh, I remembered that shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe Rick's not the best. Like maybe he doesn't look at the institution of marriage as fucking uh sacred as as we like to think. Correct. You know, maybe Rick's out there like, mm, so what you married? I'm I still want some of this pussy. What's what what they got to do with me? What your man got to do with me? So Jesse walked off, he checked out her ass and she was walking away. And then he looked around the party to make sure he wasn't spotted. Creep move, but we've all done that, right? I wasn't judging him for that. He's Didn't, been on the road for a long time. Didn't they offer him drink or this was later on? Uh, no, he got that drink when he talked to Reg. Okay. Um, Aaron and Eric, they were having dinner with Daryl. I kind of wanted them to like eat the last piece of spaghetti like Lady and the Tramp, but it didn't happen. He was eating hard, too. He was hungry. Yo, Daryl has no fucking manners. Um, and, of course, Eric better just... better than that possum he was having last week. Yeah, Eric just starts going off at the fucking mouth. Like, oh, you, when you're on the road, you're going to be doing blah, blah, blah. And Aaron's like, honey, I didn't tell him yet. <laughs> uh, apparently, he Aaron wants Daryl to be the next, like, dude on the welcoming committee because uh, apparently Eric is even gayer than Aaron. And <laughs> Yes, um, he he's like me. He has, but like this, he needs to greet you once you get to the city. He don't need to be, like, outside of walls with you. Yeah, he's more stereotypical uh you know uh feminine type of way that that people i believe you gave people so it's more like oh he hurt his stone. ankle oh go ahead go ahead oh, i was just gonna say got that rosetta stone gay yeah yeah <laughs> he's like it's a little he's like he's the uh you know he's the guy who's gonna like stay at the house and chill and he was only going out there because he loves me but i have the training like i've fucking Worked in like war zones and shit, helping people. And he's still bad because how the fuck he walk and the zombie just reach up and take him down. Like he don't pay attention. True, true. Uh, but he recognizes he needs help, so That's he's, he's cool. asking Daryl. Right. He basically told him, "There's a motorcycle you can fix up. Hey man, come on the road with me." No, he's surprising with that. He was like, "Yeah, there's some something out here I want to show you." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, it's finally gonna show him his dick," but no. I was wrong. Man, we we opened that thing. I was like, Daryl is in heaven. Yeah, Daryl. Remember Daryl had that motorcycle yep. uh, back in the day. So impractical, by the way. Zombies are attracted to noise. I was like, anyway. But there was at the uh, what you call it though, the right. prison, right? But even still, it felt impractical. Yeah, it just draws zombies yes. to wherever he's at. It's loud as shit. It's like a fucking like Harley Davidson and some shit. Um, but Aaron basically sold Daryl, and Daryl's like, he "I'll take the job." The, he sold it with the motorcycle. Yeah, he's like, "I don't have anything else to do. I'll do it." No, he his ass now. Abe got drunk and started <laughs> talking to Michonne. I was so glad he didn't say anything racist. That's a, that's like every black person's nightmare when white people get too drunk and start waxing poetic and just like, <laughs> like Michonne had a look like, so you been drinking, huh? All right. 
I thought it was going to try to holler at first the way he had approached her. Right. Yeah, let's talk about that sword and her wearing the sword on her back. And I mean, it was really poetic what he said, but I was just like, don't say nothing about her hair, dude. Just fucking, you know. But uh, anyway, so uh, Sam follows Carol into the fucking gun depot. Right, because they had, cause, uh, Rick had told him before that she makes the best cookies. Yeah. Um, what a nosy little fucker. He wanted cookies. Kids, man. Kids are fucking the worst in the zombie apocalypse. By the way, I, I have the clip. It's so good. This is Carol looking at the chocolate. Now she's going to get the guns. Grabbing the heat bag look at all them guns right and she's not keeping tally what are you doing sam what are you doing here followed you i was hoping you're gonna make more cookies but then you came here well i could make more i could make a whole batch just for you would you like that yes I mean, yes, please. Okay. But you've got to promise me you can keep it secret that I came here. But I'd have to tell my mom. I mean, I tell my mom everything. You can never tell anyone. Especially your mom. Because if you do, one morning you wake up And you won't be in your bed. Where will I be? You'll be outside the walls. Far, far away. Tied to a tree. And you'll scream and scream because you'll be so afraid. No one will come to help. Because no one will hear you. Well, something will hear you. The monsters will come. The ones out there. And you won't be able to run away when they come for you. And they will tear you apart and eat you up all while you're still alive. All while you can still feel it. And then afterwards, no one will ever know what happened. Promise not to ever tell anyone what you saw here, and then nothing will happen, and you'll get cookies, lots of cookies. I know what I think you should do. Now go on outside, play little nigga. <laughs> and the creepiest part about that is that you get crickets, like it mm. was just dead. Sam was a little bit pissed on himself. <laughs> all he wanted was some motherfucking cookies. No kids' motivations are small. They were like, all I wanted was cookies. I ain't know it's going to die. I would never eat cookies again. Right. She, right. She gave me them cookies. I gave them to everybody. Mm, don't want no cookies. Yeah, I just want to live. <laughs> you can have them fucking cookies. Uh, So Jesse was holding Rick's baby. And he, she went to hand him Judah. And he kissed her on the cheek. 
and then he looked her in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Did you like that girl? Clearly offering her the the D. Mm-hmm. Street harassment. And her face, <laughs> her face was very like. She didn't know how to handle it. No, I feel like her face was like I didn't think this was a possibility. Ability? Yeah, but mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say no either. Right, like I I might be in the dick receiving game if that's the game you want to play. And uh, Rick was definitely throwing that, that cock. Um, so I feel like she had a look that wasn't necessarily standoffish, but she looked a little bit surprised. Correct. Um, and um, part of me is like she could play it on some like, I'm not going to tell anybody because um, I want to fuck this dude. Or because he's the baddest motherfucker in town. And like, I don't want them problems. And I don't really want Yeah. Like, what the fuck is my yeah. husband going to do anyway? All right. He ended up dead. Uh, by the way, that's just one of the horrors of uh, being married is a motherfucker coming on to your wife. <laughs> like, and then, like, what she got to decide to do about that. Because <laughs> everybody was making it seem like she seduced him or some shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. you, you know, dudes do crap creep shit like this all the fucking time correct and women just don't necessarily tell your ass about it or talk yeah, about it a lot of shit that happen your woman don't tell you about women get hit on all the time and they do not tell their, their mate your husband's significant other because they was like i don't want to to deal with you being angry wanting to go hurt him because it wasn't that big of a deal right because like, it makes you mad yeah it's kind of up to her to decide what level that rises to and that's one of those really passive aggressive like if I can see you tell like, yeah, so Rick, I hand on his baby, he fucking kissed me on my cheek. And the husband being like, yeah, well, you know, I mean, come on now. I mean, he probably just, uh, you know, just being nice. You know, like it's just passive aggressive enough to be like, you know, we're dismissive if you want to be dismissive of it, but not really if you were there and saw it, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was some creepy shit. Fuck Rick for that. And- yeah, and she, it is not like she was like, come here. He initiated it, but you know, it's one of them things where all women are whores, regardless of what happened, you're the whore and you seduce him because he can't control his dick. Right. And obviously. That's right. Oh, yeah. wait. Am I supposed to agree with that? No, nah, you're not supposed <laughs> to. But, uh, you know what, man? I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, the <laughs> other thing, the other thing that's weird about it is I was hoping that him and Michonne would get together. Me too. But when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. He, she ain't nothing but a gold digger now. Nah, but he's straight up, <laughs> he's straight up, um, you know, didn't even go out to check on Michonne in her new dress. Well, um. They'd be a good power couple. I thought that was going to happen. I wanted like Rashawn. At, at some point, I thought that's where it was headed. It still I want, might. I want Rashawn so bad. That's the second. That is my second most wanted interracial dating couple other than, uh, of course, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, they got to get together, man. I know this is. I know this is. Well, did you watch? Are you done with this season? No, no, no. no I'm behind a little bit. Two okay. episodes, I think. Wasn't it Ichabod Crane? Yeah, they need to get together. And Abby, that's a beautiful couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I and I hate his wife uh, from the past because I want them to be together so bad. Like she really didn't do much, but yeah. I just, I just, I'm just like you in the way. Move and you dead, bitch. Right. Um, go back to purgatory. Um. So, uh, Sasha flipped on the only other black woman at the party. <laughs> Isn't that how it always is, fellas? You know what I'm saying? Am I right? You she know had, what I'm saying, She dog? had to. She had to, though. She really didn't have to. She did. You nah. know why? Because if she'd have flipped on any of the white people at the party, she'd have to get the fuck out of town. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I know what you mean. They yeah, would have yeah, exiled yeah. her, but yeah. because it's the black woman, like, oh, look at them bonding. Right. <laughs> look at them speaking their native language. That's just how. Yeah. That's just how they do. She yep. could have braided her hair. Like, that's off the boat with the two Asian kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know what? We watched uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. This is just how they communicate. Right. Yeah. She could have braided her hair, but she had a hair dryer. She probably had a hot comb. Yeah. She flipped on the only other person in town with shea butter. Right. What are you thinking? What were you thinking? And lotion. This yeah. good for your skin. Now your natural hair journey gonna be all fucked up. Cause you wouldn't listen to the one person with fucking relaxer in the whole town. <laughs> you know Jesse ain't, can't do nothing with that. <laughs> um. Have you looking all crazy? I don't know. Maybe Sasha was on a period though. You know. <laughs> Could be syncing up with other people. Um, so the, they cut, like, Sasha freaks out, uh, cause they asked her, the black lady asked her what her favorite meal was so she could make it. And she was like, uh, what the fuck? It don't matter what my favorite meal is. And she was like, but I can make it. Um, uh, you know, I worry about that. She's like, this is what you worry about? Right, cause I, I think she was getting anxious. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Sorry, that was, a, that was a funny reenactment. Hey, man. <laughs> bravo. Thank you. Thank bravo, you. Bravo, bravo. She, she was on 10, all caps, everything. Yeah, she was, cause they, the way they let it up, she just heard the people talking. It was just like, in her mind, it was just too much. And she I'll was, say this, as an introvert, that is how I feel pretty much all the time with small talk. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I would never flip on anyone like that, but god damn, that's how I'll be feeling in my head with people like, you know, if you take I-95 over to Tavola, and, uh, like, I like to get there and beat the traffic, cause you get to about 755. Uh, and you know, especially if you're going north, uh, instead of south, because I go against the traffic, because I stay downtown. In my mind, I'm, I am like, "This is what you worry about," but I just don't fucking <laughs> if, like. I don't say it. I just, I just look at you like, "Oh, okay, that's cool, bro. All right." Such a had enough. I got my oil change today, and the dude was talking to me about so much shit, and I just wanted my oil change to leave. I had my headphones in, listening to podcasts. And he was still interrupting me like every four minutes, like, we're almost done with your car now. I was checking out the oil now. Uh, you know, with this oil that we're giving you, it's gonna increase the seals. It's gonna do, I'm like, dude, <laughs> I don't even give a fuck. I just want the oil change reminder light to go off, uh, and reset back to 3,000 miles. That's why I'm here. I don't oh, really care. You ain't go to a place where you pull in and sit in the car? Nah, them motherfuckers talk too much too. Oh. Yeah, I can't have to keep my window down. I don't. I want the least amount of human interaction possible. If there was like a fucking self checkout at the oil place, I would self check out every <laughs> fucking time. I might learn to change my oil myself. Can't ride. Gonna move to a cave soon. I don't need. I don't need all the talking. I love talking to my friends. I need to talk. You're not my fucking friend, buddy. Just change the oil, dude. That's why I don't see how he put it with me because I'm the complete opposite. She is, but it's, it's different. We're having sex. <laughs> uh, Over dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make daddy a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Make right. daddy a like, sandwich. Right. I don't mind as you talk alone. You talk to this dick girl. All right. That's different. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Daryl didn't um, take the gun cause that they stole. Cause I think he's really in, he's in on the town. He's, he's cool with Alexandria, but Rick took that gun. And, mm-hmm. you know, and right then that's when I was like, you know what? I had it all wrong this whole time and I knew it and I didn't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. Rick bought the fuck up cause they, he on, he's still on alert level yeah. four. Mm-hmm. He like a, he like a, a woman that's been dogged out too much. 
He need to relax and just chill out and enjoy the town. Like, stop checking. Yeah, stop checking that man's Facebook page and send and status updates. Yeah, that dude is trustworthy. You can't treat him like the last dude. This right. ain't Terminus. Well, yep. true, if you go online, ain't nothing but 20 people out online. Right. And I was like, he about to fuck this town up. He can't have nice things. He can't, dog. He went, so Michelle hung up a sword. I felt bad. That's like a pimp putting their cane down. Like, <laughs> you know she's going to be back to it, but still. Uh, she thinks she could change. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Try to change. He's going to be calling you. Uh, Jesse. Now, this is where I was like, mm, maybe Jesse's down. She was walking with Pete. Rick was coming in. They pass each other. She goes, hey, Rick. The next day, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, mm, that's the, that's the, you might can get some of this. Hey. Because she was acting <laughs> like, she was acting like the shit didn't even happen, which right. is kind of the. You know, I like, I, she could play that either way. Like, he could try to come on to her. She could be like, nigga, all I said was, hey. Or she could be like, yeah, I was, I was trying to let you know that I'm down. So we'll see. But, uh, he better be careful because, you know, she could easily turn this into a snap situation. Um, so, uh. She might be the town hoe. Just keep replacing her baby daddies. Kids like, this my new daddy. Okay. True, true. Hi, daddy. <laughs> daddy well, you Rick. know, you know what that definitely, what that hey meant though, oh, Justin? Lord. That hey definitely meant she did not talk to Pete. That's what that hey meant. Yep. Cause if she had talked to Pete, he was like, bitch, you gonna put your hand down? But with, but she, but Pete was oblivious and shit like, yeah, what up, Rick? Rick! My dog! What up, player? I love Rick. Man, that, I love, he, we need to invite him over. She's like, right. we sure do. And then, you know, she flashed the A, Rick still had the A on his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was I, like, don't they got hot water here? I thought they took baths. Right. That's true. And who knows? It might have been one of the ones that last for long. And I didn't realize when somebody in the chat room was somebody, they had the A in Terminus too. Yeah, but that was for car A. Okay. What, the car that they put them in to uh, kill them. Yep. So is it the A's against the W's? Is that what it's going to be? Apparently I don't know. So. But the last track, they, the last thing they played was because uh, Rick stared at Jesse and her husband. Then he put his hand on his secret gun. Like, creepy much, motherfucker? <laughs> There's no justification for that. I don't want to hear anyone was- calling that woman any level of whore or harlot when this nigga literally looked at her husband with a, his hand on a gun like, yeah, I'm going to take that pussy. And then he went and like, I don't know if he was tripping on E, but he like rubbed his, his hand all on the wall, listening to the zombies on the other side. I think he heard him. I know he heard him, but. Why the fuck would you rub your hand on the wall all sensual and shit? Like, cause it, cause I honestly really, I think he was rubbing his boner out, man. Cause Rick crazy. I don't think, yeah, nah, on, Rick is his, crazy. He's rubbing his dick on that aluminum. <laughs> but also, it's like, I don't know if it's some form of symbolism, like, he really actually needs to be on the outside of them damn walls. Oh, like he belong out there with them zombies. Right. You know, mm. kind of free, per se. Yeah. You know, I think he feel kind of trapped. Mm. You know, like Daryl, but he can adjust better than Daryl can. Now, I have no idea what the Spicks and Specs song by the Bee Gees means. Like, I've never heard it before. I don't know what the lyrics are, if there's any symbolism. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they should have played Staying Alive. I would have I got that. That would have been a dope ending, by the way. That, man, matter of fact, JL, that would have been even fucking better if, like, when he walked in past them... And they had already started with that. You can tell by the way I walk. <laughs> <laughs> that shit would have been dope Everything. as hell. Perfect. Oh, man. They fucked up. Who did the musical score for this? This is terrible. Yeah, but they chose Spicks and Specs. I'll play some. Well, 
They weren't singing. Though. Yeah, they were. Oh. Yeah, I, I just watched this. Oh, sun in my it is dead. It is dead. Where is the light that would play in my streets? And where are the friends I could meet? I could meet. The sweets and the spades of the girls of my mind. Yeah, you're right. And they, that's what it ended. Right, and, and I really do. Uh, maybe this song is deeper than I can comprehend, but from that, I got to the point where I felt like Rick was trapped and he really. In his mind, he really needed to be like on the outside of the wall, mm-hmm. and you know, because like I say, he was almost like he missed the zombies, kind of as weird as that may sound. Like he heard mm-hmm. them, but he kind of missed, you know, shooting with them. Because when him and Carl was out there, it was like it was exciting and, and gleeful to him to do that because like shit happening. Yeah, I felt like um, her holding his baby and handing him, handing the baby to him, and him kissing her was out of reflex because he misses Lori. I agree. Now, now that I agree. That's what I felt like. And uh, I feel like, uh, not to get too deep. Don't cut me off, Justin. Hold on. I'm about to go there. All right. We're about to get into the shit. All right. You want the shit, boy? Let's get the shit. Ooh, I All want right. the shit. Here we go. <laughs> I feel like if you look at the hierarchy of needs, as you meet the other, like the more basic needs, like shelter and food, you eventually get down to these things that we, in our society feel like are important, but that's cause we have first world privilege. All our shit's taken care of. So now I think he's down to like sex, you know, love. I think other people are finding these other things, friendship. Um, you know, I feel like other people are letting their guard down. Everybody except Sasha really. Um, and they're trying to find these other needs to get met. I think it's subconscious. And I feel like that's what Rick's doing is, falling back into the old habits now he he's like i got these other goals met i feel safe now i do i do feel like i belong i have power and now i need some pussy man i got to get in these draws that's what i thought now what are you gonna say justin that, i'm sorry uh, nothing oh, okay important. all right nothing nothing of it oh you were just gonna say some 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 ratchet <laughs> shit all right karen what were you gonna say that and remember how when him and daryl was looking at each other he was like him and laura wanted to have a place like this they dreamed about right like this so I, I so i think to him it was like this is where we this is like our dream home like we probably couldn't afford it or we would have saved for it so yeah I, like you say once those n- basic needs start getting met you start kind of branching out, wanting love and friendship. Yeah. And, you know, he looked and seen Carl was happy for the first time. And so. Yeah, remember when he looked at his, his right. son? Like, he's feeling a stability, and now he wants all that shit back. Like, the greed is more of a personal level of trying to get his old life back. And that's right, Lauren. I went Maslow's theory of uh, hierarchy of needs. That's right. I went there. That's right. You listen <laughs> to the best goddamn Walking Dead podcast recap in the, in the history of the game. Nobody else gonna even fuck with this. Go listen to all the other ones. Nobody gonna come up with that Maslow shit but us. Um, all right, man. So let me wrap it up by saying, uh, what are y'all looking forward to next week? I'll start with you, Justin. Man, just more good acting, another good show. Um, I just enjoy the show, man. So whatever they throw at me. Karen, what you looking forward to next week? What the fuck, Eugene did? I don't know. He did something. <laughs> all of a sudden, he come 
going, going, guys, I told you about this place. I was like, fuck, Eugene, what the fuck did you do? Yeah. He done screwed something up, messed something up, something went wrong. Like, you know, he done fucked something up. Um, and it looks like they're going to be in some form of danger again. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if something's going to happen to the town or maybe they might get put out. Like, I don't know, you know, like something's going to happen. Um, I'm still waiting on Morgan. Um, I want to find out about the priest, find out where his black ass been. He been sitting in the church the whole for, for three weeks and don't nobody know he there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pastor Gabe. I want to see what the, cause I, they show him in a church and I, I want to see if he's going to board it up and let everybody die outside. Right. So, so who, who knows what's going to, uh, happen with that. And I'm trying to think. Oh, um, I don't know if it's going to be this season or maybe in the next. I want to f- find out what that other group, like, are we going to meet that other group? No, I'm just talking about next week. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, maybe we'll see them next week. Who knows? I do think whatever we do find out who the fuck is doing them zombies, it's going to be a surprise. JL, what you looking forward to next week, man? Something happening. <laughs> we, just did a, we just did like an hour and a half recap. He's like, nothing happened. I don't even understand. Nothing happened. What, what are we? Oh, what? I, no, no, I appreciate the analysis of the mundane episode, but now I want, I want next week to be, uh, you know, not need as much analysis to make mm. me interested in it. You want some, uh, you, you like the action, more action episodes where they kill like a lot of zombies, fight a lot of humans. I don't know. I, that's what I was going to say. It's not the quantity of killing. Mm. It's more like does some, some plot twist or incident happen. Do you mm, know what okay. I mean? Versus like, I don't need to see 500, uh, 500. I'm reading the comments about my, <laughs> what I said. I don't need to see like 500 zombies get their their heads chopped off. By the way, I do need to say this before I get off this episode. Yeah. Um, zombie teeth, super strong. Zombie yeah. Skulls, very soft. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense, right? No fucking sense. <laughs> but I just want to see something like a shift in, or 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 something to occur where we kind of get the suspicions. We've had enough a couple episodes of suspicions. Now show me where you're actually going. Whatever I direction it is. I hear you. I, you know, yeah. I don't feel, I don't find that complaint to be too, too bad. I think, I feel like, I mean, people are calling JL a hater. Uh, yeah, apparently you guys don't listen to the podcast. Right. Though, this is the righteous, actually, the righteous prick podcast, right. guys. You should this all is be light for him. Like he actually likes this. If he didn't like it, you would know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. This is like a level two out of 10 right. of hate. This isn't even that high of, of hate. Um, now on the jail scale. Yeah. Um, although I did hate Chappie way more than your review. Uh, well, I got Okay, I got to defend it real quick because I think I should have given it a much worse letter grade. But the yeah. thing is, I liked Chappie the robot. I did too. But mm-hmm. I didn't like the movie, but I just felt like, well, but Chappie's the name of the movie and he's in the movie for like a majority of the time. So mm-hmm. I gave it like a higher grade just based on that. But before Chappie shows up, it's a terrible movie. Now, I did like Chappie more when he was Johnny Five, but uh, he was not terrible as uh, but just Chappie the Robot. a South African voice from the dude from District 9, so I was like, oh, yeah. yes. Right, but all the other robots had American voices. Yes. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it was sloppy and it was cheap. I think they only focused on making the Chappie portion of the movie fun and, like, they did the rest of the script in like 15 hours. Neil Blomkamp makes movies I wish I loved. 
except for district nine which i do love i love yes. district nine but the you rest know, of them i feel like i'm chasing the high with him right i'm, just, <laughs> I'm afraid he's going to become the new the new m night Shyamalan. like he's, oh. that, that's what that's what i told I'm roger because to me district nine is is better than i mean district nine is one of my like 20 favorite movies i think that right. thing is a masterpiece me too Elysium, I was like, ah, sophomore slump. There was that some was good bad. stuff in it, but overall not. And then this one was like, a, I thought, a little worse than Elysium. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, that's a bad trend yeah. <laughs> for your first. Because this was supposed to be the one where he, like, bounced back and said, fuck you for hating Elysium. Here I am with something strong. Yeah. And I can't was- front, man. I was nervous walking in, like, because I, I, it was like going to a kid's recital. Where you're, like, nervous because you're rooting for them. I was just like, come on, Neil, like, knock this bitch out the park, and then we can all look back on Elysium and laugh. Like, oh, remember the time you almost fucked up? And now it's like, oh, dude, I can't I can't have you back yeah, on this one. Yeah, and, y- <laughs> and y'all know I love everything, and I did not like this. Yeah. By the way, Neil Bloomcat must write, he must have, the the gangsters and criminals he runs into must be the most nicest eccentric people in hey, the planet. The cutest people you ever can meet. Like none of those motherfuckers are scary. They're all like <laughs> nice, like people with a heart of gold that just happen to be criminals. Like it just looks like three movies of of, of criminals that are kind of adorable, kind of adorable. Um, anyway, man. Uh, shout out to the haircut budget on that show. <laughs> <laughs> Only rivals empire. All right, let's get into some news, man. All right, there's a punch. Can I actually, I hate to do this, yeah. but this went longer than I expected. Can mm-hmm. I, rather than interrupt midway, All right. news, I'll, just, I'll step out now. Oh, I, oh no, no problem, problem man. Go enjoy Empire. Uh, I was nervous I about go, this. That's the problem. I got to go, go get dinner first. So. Oh, so. yeah, man. Well, you got eight minutes, dog. So, uh, hey, it's been fun, JL. Yes, it has. Thank We're you. We're going to go on to this news. Uh, check out the Righteous Prick Podcast, jlcomedy.com. Uh, any shows, anything you want to plug? Right. Um, I'm around for the next month. I'm just doing shows here and there in the city, so nothing nothing big. But obviously, uh, that sketch hopefully will be up next week sometime, if not the week after, but hopefully next week. All right, okay. cool, man. Have a good one, dude. Thank you, guys. Peace. All right, man. JL. Um, all right, so let's get into this news, man. There's a bunch of shit that happened. Uh, um, let me uh, find... Uh, Ferguson's chief executive, uh, resigned. And they had no choice. The city manager, John Shaw. Well, they always have a choice. I think if anything, they've proven that they do have a choice. Well, yeah, they do have a choice because yeah. the, the chief of police needs his ass gone. He's going to get his gun. He's going to get his badge. And who's going to make him go? Um, so John Shaw, who named by the Justice Department as one of the men responsible for the city's troubling policing practices. Right. That's why I say he was specifically named. So, I mean, like you said, he still could have been like, fuck it. But, I mean, your, your, your name is on the letter saying you fucked up, dog. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I have a lot less faith in that than you do. Oh, my bad. I feel like that's the whole point is all this corruption has been about people being like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm not giving up my spot. Correct. So I would not have been surprised if this person would have been like, yeah, I'm, I'm not resigning. I mean, I feel like they should have had to resign way before that report came out. I don't mm-hmm. even know why the investigation had to be Come the thing out. that made them resign. Like they've they've been shameful from for a long time. Um anyway, he resigned. Uh the chief of police resigned as well, Karen. Good. Yep. Cause he was the motherfucking worst. He was the worst. He it's like he didn't have no media training. 
he just didn't know how to handle the situation almost like because they don't never address these situations and he was never forced to um go after people and they hold people accountable and responsible he was just terrible yeah so far as five people that that resigned oh by the way i meant to say this earlier the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball the bullet ball extreme that's right guys um also apostrophes ain't apostrophes ain't nothing but light-skinned condoms uh commas oh lord think about it think about it guys um or not yeah, yeah. Apostrophes is light-skinned commas, man. If you, if you if you look on your keyboard, look at it. That's some deep shit. <laughs> they got that privilege. They be, change, they be changing the ownership of words. Oh, Lord. All a comma can do is make you pause. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so um, uh, other shit that happened today. Um, Lil Wayne had a thing where people thought shots were fired at his house apparently it's another notch in the trend of what they call swatting where someone calls the swat team on your house right and they they, don't know where it's coming from yeah they called and said there were four people shot at his house on 911 and the police of course were gonna go there with the swat team and shit it was a complete hoax how do you find out where Lil Wayne lives I don't know, but isn't that scary? Someone finds out where you live, and then they call the police, and they fucking bust in. They could kill you. They will kill you. We are. It's proven. They yeah. will shoot first and ask questions later. Right. They could literally kill you. You know, when you come to the door, they're prepared. That they think you have a weapon. They're prepared to shoot you, and then you know, police show up, and it's like, uh, and it's Lil Wayne. So they're probably really thinking the motherfucker got a gun or some shit. Drugs or something. Right. Imagine if he was in there having a smoke session. Yeah. Word on the street is that he wasn't there. So it's all right. Um, Right. And the thing is, like, whenever they find out who did this, can't you sue them? Or or don't they charge them with crimes? I mean, they got to be illegal. They got to find out who did it. Yeah. Uh, no, that's right. They don't have no way of tracing it. Well, they found out who did who did some of them, but they say it's hard to tra- like. How, what what the fuck are you calling from? Um, Nairobi. Like, how the fuck can you just be like, I'm calling? Would you call from the internet? I don't know. Call from a block number. Call from Skype. Call from. Uh, okay, something that they can't trace back. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um. Oh, that that racist frat. More news continues to uh to come out about them. Um. Uh, where are we at? Yeah, uh, why African American, uh, SAE chef called the fraternity a, uh, family. Now he's the guy who they started a fundraiser for because he was gonna be out of a job since, uh, those racist kids had to close their house. Mm-hmm. So people raised like $34,000 in less than 24 hours to support him. Man, start a fund for me. Rhyme over reason. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Hey, I work with racist people all the time. <laughs> I look at this motherfucker on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> He's like right beside me. I hate light-skinned people. I, right. I had to play basketball here twice a week. All yeah. Right. He already outnumbered in the room. If this, uh, if this, if you'll split the money with me, I'll, I'll say some racist shit. Hey, I will split the money yeah, with you. You black ass nigger piece of shit. <laughs> oh, he's a jolly good nigger. He is a jolly good nigger. All right, everybody, send the money to GoFundMe. <laughs> yep. Uh, just have a picture of Justin looking sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking light-skinned and shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, I feel bad because this, this chef, like, 
the the in this interview he has a hairnet on. He couldn't get another job as like a, as a chef. I mean, he I don't know. Chef. It's a it's a viable skill, right? But uh, here's I a, feel like he could get another job, right? I just had to go raise money for him. Yeah, I mean, because it happened. Hold on, the planning clip, guys. Hold on. House's staff, including Cook Howard, will all be out of jobs. In an interview with CBS this morning, we hear from SAE staff firsthand. I think that was kind of stupid and selfish for them to do something like that and knowing this is an organization it's a, supposed to be about brotherhood and that wasn't a brotherhood it would never be another job like this before, again because this is one of a kind you're gonna miss it yes I miss my family you still consider sigma alpha epsilon family yes and i i could understand that new revelations are fueling our- all right go ahead I could understand that because the, the the thing is, is like, who knows how they treated him? You know, like, like pe- people like, yes, they racist, but who knows like how they treated like him and how much he got paid. And my thing, I know just was joking, but you all of a sudden uh, without a job because somebody's racist, like your bills don't stop just because they fucked up and got racist. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, absolutely not. No, fuck that. I would not be talking about we family. Nope. And. The other thing is, how much fucking money do these kids have in fucking college that they have a fucking chef? Their a parents lot. pay. This alumni. This, a lot of times, this is alumni. People yeah. who graduated constantly give to take care of this. probably already accepted in some other institution as we speak. All I know is this. If there was like a video of like my white friends calling people nigger and shit, and then you came and interviewed me like, so what do you think about what Derek and them said? I'd be like, fuck them. <laughs> I, they didn't do that shit around me, and for good reason, because I would fuck them up. Yep. And no, we not friends. <laughs> we cool and no we more. not cool, and we goddamn ain't family either. <laughs> Just because you nice to me, but you racist? No, we not cool. It's fucked up. Yeah, they might not have been there, because they're like, nigga, we don't want you spitting in our food. Of course we not. Of course you don't, uh, uh, are not ugly to the people that prepare your food. Tired of niggas caping for, for racist shit, man. Like, that make us better. Oh, well, I, I turned the other cheek, man. Kiss both cheeks. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Being racist when I ain't around. Think we cool. But I'm not racist to you. That's why they, shit like that is why those kids go around and say they're not racist. Correct now. You know, I apologize. I'm not really racist. I was just saying that chant. Man, get the fuck out of here. You racist. Um, Morning Joe talked about it. But I will say one more uh, thing go about ahead. him. Sure, brother. I will say this. That's the only thing he can say to so that. And somebody else might give him a job. Uh, um, I don't think so. I I feel like he has to say that. Just like we put on athletes sometimes, they say certain things that, you know, we might not necessarily say. Yeah, I don't think he has to say that to get another job. I think people will understand if he was like, because he said the part where he said my family. I miss my family. He could have just been like, yeah, I, you know, I'm going to miss the job. But, uh, yeah, those motherfuckers was racist. I'm not <laughs> cool with it. He had to add that family shit. Nobody would have blamed him. Nobody would have been like, I would give him a job, but he didn't say that's his family. So, like, he threw that in there just like the Paula Dean people. That's like, well, you know, Miss, Miss, Miss Paula always did right by me. Now you want me to do some soft shoot for you too, boss? Like, nah, we don't have to do that. Man, Paula Dean had Oprah in her house. We cool. Um, <laughs> the SAE people apologize. Um, yeah, um, they said, uh, that's what's expected. Two men who were in the video, they could have doubled down if they wanted to. Uh, I just want to say, um, there's like 
14 or 15 of the motherfuckers on the bus <laughs> two people got expelled and two people apologized okay all right don't the two everybody people was singing though right everybody they had a full chorus right yeah the barbershop quartet right <laughs> they were singing the two, that's just the only two on the camera though right right and them, them, that's the face the only two you can make their faces out uh apologizes right and got expelled so, so i guess they didn't snitch right i would have told on everybody <laughs> i'm already racist what you gonna think worse of me because being a snitch um shit there's probably people that do think worse of them like oh the frat didn't have their back so they were singing a racist chant. They apologized for their actions with one of the now formerly fraternity, former fraternity brothers saying he had learned a devastating lesson. Don't be racist. Confiscate cameras and cell phones. Right. Don't put it on Instagram. Don't do it for the vine. <laughs> they said they expelled two members without um, naming them public. The singing happened as members of Sigma Alpha Epsilon rode in a bus to a party at the Oklahoma City Golf and Country Club to celebrate the fraternity's founding. The notorious video um, sparked a large campus rally against racism Monday. On Tuesday, students and others marched to the SAE house in, in another demonstration. Ah, <laughs> shit. What do you do with a bunch of motherfuckers with pitchforks <laughs> and weapons come to your house? And a boom box. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. Throw, throw trash here through the window. Right. Radio. Train, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch then fight hey man we here to talk to the SAEs dog (laughs) can y'all say that shit to my face real quick just come on out brother how come I don't see no brothers on the wall up in the SAE frat house huh throw a trash can through they window radio Raheem No, that's I that wish went. they would. You know what? I'm not as outraged as I should, and maybe yeah. it's because I I used up a lot of energy during Black History Month. That's we did. <laughs> I, that's why y'all should have celebrated. Get it all out. I really did use a lot. It's like of the energy. reset button, isn't it? But man, if this is just happened just a few weeks sooner. By the way, I was thinking. Sooner. I was thinking, Justin, for March we need to say Women's History Month. I'm okay with that. Yeah, so we gonna do the same thing. <laughs> Oh, you gonna be like women history? I got them nuts. Women history month. Now, does this mean I can street harass and be like it's for women all around the world? <laughs> yeah, as long as you street harass dudes, make it fair. No, I'm talking about gotta make it even, man. Women. Oh, then you're not really, then you're not really, you're not really a street harassment activist. I'm a street harass men yeah. only. Fine, I will hold Equal the door. opportunity. I will open up the door for all the Thank women. You. Smile, Justin. Fine. Smile. Smile, man. Come on, dog. You ain't gonna smile, dog. You gonna make that a come to my house and make that <laughs> come to my house looking all good. You think I ain't gonna say nothing to you, boy? Come on now. Oh well, fuck you, there, nigga. Fuck you. You ain't gonna let me get them digits. Let me get your number, Justin. I mean, you already got my phone number. Yeah, I'm gonna start texting you dick pics. Right oh lord, no. I didn't say my dick. Dick Cheney, Dick Vermeil, dick pics. Isn't that what the kids are sending? I don't think they meant them types of dicks. So, uh, <laughs> even though they are, one of the We're dudes Snapchat later, okay? Yeah. <laughs> one of these dudes is Parker Rice. He's 19, and the other dudes Levi Pettit. They had a excerpt from Rice's apology that uh, was published in the Dallas Morning News. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> it's a, it's almost ironic that you fuck up 
and the Dallas Morning News publishes your apology. Like when black people fuck up, I should be on Facebook, a series of tweets. You know what I'm saying? Like of maybe a viral video. Like this motherfucker apologized to Dallas Morning News like we need to cover this. Of course, the biggest story. Right? Yeah, but still, I'm just saying, if if if, if it was black person apologize, it ain't gonna be the biggest story. Oh no 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 no! Why didn't somebody in Oklahoma cover it? I don't know. Dallas covered it though. Uh, I am deeply sorry for what I said Saturday night. It was wrong and reckless. I made a horrible mistake by joining into singing and encouraging others to do the same. On Monday, I withdrew from the university. Oh, <laughs> that's what he wants us to feel like. Oh, you withdrew from the university. You're the real victim of the racism right. that you started. I probably got in here by legacy. My bad. I withdrew from the university, and sadly, at this moment, our family is not able to be in our home because of threatening causes. We are frightening. Uh, talk on social media as as well as frightening talk on social media Good. oh man that's so sad why does the world have to be full of hateful people like that you mean you can't just rest peacefully in your home and not worry about somebody coming in and killing you for no reason at all other than being the person that you are yeah man it's that's, crazy that's crazy how the world works like that man it's crazy are, to me are too. they gonna make you work for free too wow yeah <laughs> Are they going to break your family up? Actually work for a black man on top of that? I know everyone wants to know why or how this happened. I admit it likely was fueled by alcohol consumed at the house before the bus trip, but that's not an excuse. I Um, I thought alcohol just exposed the real you. First of all, we don't want to know why y'all was singing a song. Mm -hmm. Y'all learned that song. Tradition. It's traditionally been handed down to you. When we say why or how this happened, we go why or how has this institutionally happened? Not correct. This one isolated event, right? And baby, you just a scapegoat. If they really want to investigate, they would investigate on up the the, the, the ladder. Who posted the video? I know they was like uh, pro- probably a girl he was dating. Because I know they was like, so who was sitting in that seat right there? Yep. You who, know, who the somebody was? in danger. Is probably that, a Tridel. Is that Jenny? Jenny. Yep. I, that was that fucking bitch Jenny. That's how you know your pipe game weak. <laughs> she gonna tell on your racism, dog. And I ate her pussy for nothing. Yeah. If you was knocking it out right, man, she would she'd go to the grave for murder, man. She can give a fuck. We killed three niggas today and hung them. Mm, well, I came, so. <laughs> Delete. Okay, baby, as long as you have fun with your friends. Right. Uh, yes, the song was taught to us, but that too doesn't work as an explanation. It's more important to acknowledge what I did and what I didn't do. I didn't say no, and I clearly dismissed an important value I learned in my beloved high school, Dallas Jesuit. We were taught to be men for others. I failed in that regard, and in those moments, I also completely ignored the core values and ethics I learned from my parents and others. Rice added, for me, this is a devastating lesson, and I am seeking guidance on how I can learn from this and make sure it never happens again. My goal for the long term is to be a man who has the heart and courage to reject racism wherever I see it or experience it in the future. Yeah, my goal is not to fuck up again in a public platform. And is this dude a freshman? I heard people saying he was a freshman. I thought freshmen couldn't join fraternities. I don't know the rules. It's it's, it's different. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's different for white people. Yeah, yeah. Black frats got all them rules and shit. Yeah, they was like, you got to at least complete your freshman year. Everybody was like, come on. The other dude's parents apologized on his behalf, on behalf of the entire family. And a statement posted online, they said that son made a horrible mistake and will live with the consequences forever. Oh, they're not sorry for teaching him to be a uh, racist? 
Uh, and, and by for, in a racist household? by forever, do you mean like three to six months when school start again and he just go, he rolls somewhere else or whatever? Oh yeah, he'd be somewhere else. He is a good boy, but what we saw in those videos is disgusting. Like a man in the video to me. While it may right, that boy is when it comes to this shit. But Mike Brown gets shot in the street. He's a grown ass man. Yep. Yes, he is. Trayvon Martin gets killed. He's a grown man. Mm-hmm. Tamir Rice gets shot. He looks like a grown man. Like there wasn't no kid. I mean, he was, he was damn near seventy five pounds. Yeah, he was only twelve years old. Looking I mean, like when you have man. twelve years of experience on this <laughs> earth, I mean, you're a deadly person. I mean, shit. When you're black, that's like dog years. Right. Man. Imagine a twelve year veteran. <laughs> imagine a twelve year veteran of a war just coming home. I mean, think about it. While it may be difficult for those who only know Levi from the video to understand, or through pledging and being black. Uh, we know his heart and he is not a racist. I just got to ask this question. What is a racist? Nope. So apparently nobody's what, racist. What is this magical? I mean, I think people feel about racism the way most men feel about the female orgasm. Like mm-hmm. it's a phenomenon that doesn't really exist. So why even keep looking for it? We raised him not to see color. Right. It's like, he's just like, this don't even, like, I don't believe in this. Like, honestly, what would he have to be doing to be racist? Because I don't know. Like, singing a song about using your power to not allow black people into a space, that's not racist? Like, what, did he need to be, like, burning a cross in the Klan mask while beating a slave? And somebody would still say it wasn't racist. Right. Well, that's just not him. That's not the guy did we he know. he just have to say, I fucking hate all minority races? Right. Mm, he's still not racist. What are you talking about? He's a good boy who hates niggers, guys. All right. right. Now, why would that make him a racist? He's never right. personally shot any of you niggers. Right. <laughs> why are you guys getting so sensitive? I bet you they at the house right now. Like, see, that's why I can't stand black people. You know what see this is? See them doing it again. Them niggas got me put out of school. You know what this really is? Reverse racism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's why they got to move out their house because reverse racism. Gonna get them. Mm. Uh, we know his heart and he is not a racist. We raised him to be loving and inclusive. <laughs> Literally, the song was hateful and exclusive. We all remain surrounded by a diverse, close-knit group of friends. I really wish they would just play the video on loop as they were talking. <laughs> we were shocked by never being a nigger in the <laughs> uh, Yeah, we, I wonder how many, how many of his family pledged that, too. Right. We are as shocked and saddened by the news as anyone that's not black. Of course we are sad for our son, but more importantly, we apologize to the community he has hurt, the niggers. We would also like to apologize to the entire African-American community, the University of Oklahoma student body and administration. Did they release all his information like they did Cam Newton grades? <laughs> nope. Uh. Our family has a responsibility to apologize and also to seek forgiveness and reconciliation. Where is Anonymous? I thought they was on this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they just show up for the big ones, I guess. Um, uh, Joe Scarborough talked about it on his show, The Morning Joe. I'm sure it was enlightening. Is it on Fox? Uh, well, uh, no, I think it's on MSNBC. It's one of those shows that liberals have to prove that they're not racist. Um, I mean, that they listen to both sides. All right, let me play this for you. Well, no, I just, uh, I think it's worth noting in the Oklahoma University story, they have two students that have been 
expelled. They have this dorm mother who's been seen on video using racist S sing, language that was a in a song, song yeah. that she was singing. And clearly, the most horrifying uh, sight on this video is these uh, boys and, and some women chanting these racist um, slogans. Having said that, there's this rapper, Waka Flocka Flame, who has performed for these kids in the past on the campus and he canceled his show at the University of Oklahoma after this video surfaced saying that in the wake of the video he's disgusted and disappointed and I'm just I'm and you I'm saw looking. you saw him on a, another network last night I saw him on another network thing, I'm yeah. shocked and stunned and deeply saddened that they use that and word. then they said waka flocka flame thank you very much good luck to you and he was gone <laughs> and I'm like I look at his lyrics and I'm thinking, why wouldn't you ask this guy why you would go on that campus? And, and if you look at every single song, I guess you call it, he's written, it's, it's a bunch this, of garbage, full that, of N-words, full this, of F-bombs. It's, it's wrong. And he shouldn't be disgusted with them. He should be disgusted with himself. That's all I have to say. You should book him and refer to him as Mr. Flame. Block a block of flame. Thank Mr. you very flame. much. We, I, we, I was we, like, it's unbelievable. We, what we, happened? We're also going to well, be talking. Because I mean, like, I mean, popular culture becomes a cesspool. A lot of corporations profit over it, off it. And then people are surprised that some drug 19-year-old kids repeat what they've been hearing. Exactly. On, on, and, and, and by the way, when he sings that or way, raps it. Anybody that watches Empire knows that 70 percent of the audience is white. Oh, my Lord. But the, the, the kids that are buying uh, hip-hop or gangster rap, as Mark uh, wanted us to call it, Maria wanted us to call it, it's a white audience, and they hear this over and over again. So do they hear this at home? Empire doesn't say the word, by the way. Well, it's chances are nope, good Nope, you get Negro. That's as close as you get to it. Oh, they heard a lot of this from guys like this who are now acting shocked. Willie wants uh, to get in. Well, he's I, the I, expert. He's the well, expert, yeah, on, so he's the expert on this panel. I, 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 I agree, and I, as I said in the last hour, I'd love to never hear that word again. Another Four white people talk about niggas. Song white, black, or otherwise. But there is a, a distinction between a bunch of white kids chanting about hanging oh, someone from a tree right. using that Of course, bitch, you just said that they got it from Waka Flocka. Ain't no, of course, you made that say it was the same thing. We're in a hateful way. I'm certainly not. And this is a that. term that you hear in hip hop that African American guys sometimes, in certain contexts, call each other. I don't like it, but you hear it in songs. Jay Z used to say it all, all the time. time the, huh? the most famous rappers in the world say it. Uh, again, I'm not defending it, but there is a distinction between white kids on a bus talking about hanging someone well, course, and Waka Flocka singing. Well, of course there is. But if Waka Flocka Take is going on CNN, acting shocked and stunned and deeply sad when he yeah. uses the word every. Murdering people, no, shooting people, F-bombing. Um, Not exactly. Women, very nice, very nice treatment of women. I'm yeah, sure. uh, yeah, abusing Tipper women. Tipper Gore, of totally. course, tried to raise this issue. It was widely ridiculed uh, yes. when she was the wife of the vice president. I and, I, and I remember defending her. If you were in at all okay. a cool place like this, you were just, you could not defend No, we saying. would have scorned you. You're just right like we're really. scorning Mark You're Alvin right really. kissing up it's to absolutely not the Hillary same. Clinton. Okay. Uh, what about the kids in Chicago? So are they saying he can't? Be offended by the the things that the, the mm -mm. children in Oklahoma City said mm -mm. just because he's a rapper and uses the N word mm -hmm. in his raps. Yeah. yeah, not just that, but the black community at large cannot be offended mm -hmm. by it because mm -hmm. okay. apparently they're they're unable to understand the the different relationships. It's, you know, it's like how uh, you know if a woman calls her friends a bitch, apparently 
it, they should not be able to be upset with anyone calling them a bitch. Because even as a term of endearment between friends, it's just too fucking complicated to understand. Now, let's keep in mind that chant probably predates hip hop. Right. That chant probably that idea definitely predates any music. Like what music were slave owners listening to? You know, they started a trend on Twitter, hashtag rap albums that call slavery. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably good. <laughs> so I, I joined in. I had some. Damn, I missed that. I yeah, mean, you I, miss everything. I'll catch you up. With, all the good stuff. I'll catch you up with the ones I had. You know, uh, well, actually, there was an article that I, I was in, Jezebel dot com. Oh shit! Uh, did an article where they talked about um, what the internet thinks about this stupid ass idea that hip hop causes racism. Um, and they took some tweets. Uh, let's see, my man, um, Dennis put my beautiful dark twisted ancestry. Oh. And the hashtag was rap albums that call slavery. Uh, legend put the cotton 2001. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like, like the chronic. Slave of Ellie by two pick couture. <laughs> <laughs> the crop is hot. Oh. Take care of my land. <laughs> <laughs> The intentionally withheld education of Lauren Hill. Oh, the okay. miseducation of Harriet Tubman. Oh. Get North or Die Trying. <laughs> ah, I like that one. Late reparations. Oh. 200 chains. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark and this field is hot. <laughs> Very good, sir. Very Your good. name is my name. Oh, Lord. Run the mules, too. <laughs> <laughs> If you're reading this, wait, who taught you to read, boy? <laughs> and then I'll, I'll do mine. Um, mine were, uh, go back to Africa, Bambada. Oh, Lord. Only built for human links. <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. He's the free slave. I'm the trapper. <laughs> Notorious R.E. Lee. Whites after death. <laughs> Kenny plays fun house niggers. Oh. Iggy Azalea, the new classic. Ah. <laughs> Master P, MP, the last Don Lemon. Slave Z, the life and times of G.W. Carver. <laughs> Cotton, one day it all makes sense. C-E-N-T-S. Oh, Wu Chang's forever. <laughs> and this tweet, I'm not joking. This tweet here, it's still going down my timeline. People keep favoring and retweeting it. It has 1,654 retweets Damn. and 1,058 favorites as of right now, and it's three-fifths mafia. <laughs> 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 so, very good, sir. Very good. Thanks, buddy. That's excellent. Mwah. That was mwah. Yeah. Mwah. You got to laugh. You got to laugh at the racism, dog. You can't. You can't let yeah, it break and, you down. And, and the thing is, like, what's fucked up about this is that this is why the ally shit, you quote, unquote, supposed to be different right yeah you're supposed to be able to, to to see things and be open and and all this stuff but when you make comments like that and you know you guys need the black votes to win you say shit like that not realizing that black people are actually watching this well what's amazing to me is that uh i mean these people are so clueless to bring right. up to bring up empire which doesn't say the n-word ever right um that's sad you know the fact but to me the saddest part is that msnbc would give someone this ignorant a platform mm -hmm. 
just to get the ratings. They're supposed to be a fucking news station, but you're just for profit like everything else. And right. it's all about money. And you will put the mo- the least informed people. You don't need them to get an expert. Mm-mm. They don't need to get, a, they don't, don't even go get uh, a single black person that would be like, well, this is whatever. And then the kind of show it is, they don't want discourse and they don't want the truth. Like, I don't see how MSNBC is any better than Fox News just because they will, because at the, ultimately at the core, they're almost worse because they'll pretend to want to be unbiased and put someone with integrity on the air and then follow them up with Morning Joe because, hey, we just need these ratings. And they joked his, they joked, they tried, they made fun of Walker and Empire. They never heard any of his songs or watched Empire. Um, and they, it's a, it's a, and they're commenting on an entire culture that they don't, apparently they don't understand. Or get. Yeah. Right. But they love that every once in a while, more than Joe says something stupid enough to trend. It doesn't matter how accurate what they're reporting on is. Correct. Correct. And so to me, that there's completely no difference. And like I said, it's one of those things where, uh, like I said, you get into that ally shit where, okay, these are the people that were like, hey, guys, I don't see race. I don't see color. Hey, LGBTQs, come on out. We need your votes. You know, y'all these same people. Uh-uh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, uh, she went on, Mika went on, for the morning Joe, went on Al Sharpton's show. Uh-oh. Politics Nation. Up next, Politics Nation. <laughs> out of Oklahoma University, where two of the fraternity members caught chanting racial slurs in a YouTube video have been exposed. Oh, actually, it's the cycle on MSNBC, and they brought Al Sharpton in. Okay. University. This morning, the Morning Joe team did a report on the story, and their ensuing coverage has sparked a lot of reaction already. Many have asked for some clarification, and Mika joins us now with more. We also have the host of Politics Nation and president of the National Action Network, Reverend Al Sharpton, with us from Chicago. Mika, let me start with you. Take us through the discussion on your show this morning. Oh, well, first of all, Ari, uh, two things. The students in the video are responsible for their behavior. And as we said in our show this morning, they did it. And it's beyond appalling. The video is actually disgusting and disturbing to watch. And that's what we said in our show this morning. In no way is anyone really? else to blame for what... What, can I said, did you really? Right, they threw that in at the last second. I'm like, well, I mean, of course, of course. Well, After more- going in on black people and rap. And Empire, which doesn't say the N-word. I'm mad they still focused on only two students. It was an entire bus of people singing that song. Entire organization. Not to mention, they're trying to act as if the guys were confused by hip-hop into thinking that it's okay to say hanging niggers from trees and and there'll never be a nigger in in my frat. Like, they were confused. Like, you're not fucking clever. We know what you're doing they did on that bus they are responsible they made that choice on another point there may be a good conversation to have out there about rap music hip-hop and lyrics and use of the n-word and whether or not it should be allowed to be used on where in what form and, and what platform but Allow. there's no moral equivalency between right lyrics. right and, and and my thing is this is just my personal opinion i might be wrong white folks just mad because they like that's some shit we can't say and yeah. this is where all the anger come from how can you say nigga and i can't say nigga and i say nigga i'm racist motherfucker because the history of the word come out of your mouth anytime you go at somebody with privilege and tell them there's something that they can't do they will fucking lose their mind right and that's the problem like, they're like why should you be allowed to do it when i can't like it's the same it's really the same argument against street harassment right that that guys constantly miss because they don't understand how to have those parallels in their brain where they're just like 
well, I can do this thing, so why the fuck shouldn't I be able to do it? It's like, well, it makes you a dick. But I mean, I mean, shit, I, I'm allowed to do it, right? Like, yes, you are. You got to deal with the consequences right, of it, too. Right. It's like, why can't I just say nigger? Would you? You know, not to mention the countless people that, that are white that say nigger along with rap songs and no, nothing happens to them. Right. Like, that, like, you go to a Jay-Z concert and say, fuck with me, nigga, you know, I got it. And people go, what the fuck are these white people doing? Right. You and- know, there's an understanding there that, that it is happening no matter how people feel about it. This is not that. Stop trying to conflate the issues. Right. And like just to say aloud. And the thing about it is that when when the history of white people saying the word nigger goes way, way back and you can't erase that and you can't forget that. So when you say it, it's completely different. And when people get mad, people act like there's something wrong with you by saying, hey, you don't know the history of this. Just because you say fuck the history don't mean I got to say fuck the history behind the word. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't give a fuck everybody can say nigger everybody knows it correct nobody can stop you from saying it nope the judgment that comes with that good and bad black or white whoever you are is what you have to deal with i'm gonna say the word and i deal with the backlash some people don't like the show because we say it some people don't like me because i say some people just judge me for using it i'll deal with it now that's the only fucking right answer by the way correct there's no other answer that that's gonna fix and solve this in a simple way if these dudes would have came out and said um yeah i said and i'm you know i'm I'm in it the way i said it and i'm in it the racist way yeah people would have been like well nothing you can do about that right motherfuckers just racist and people double down all the time on 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 things that but not this they never double down on this there's always a way that they're not racist but they get to say it right Correct. Like I say, it's, it's one of those things where they want to say it, but they don't want to deal with the consequences well, of the backlash. That's, right. That's, that's not realistic. Right. I'm confused. By, I was confused by Dr. Dre. Mm-mm. You ain't confused. And what happened on that bus? We said that this morning on our show. You said no, that, you Mika, didn't. and there has been a lot of coverage and reaction from people suggesting that somehow you were trying to draw a link there. So just to be clear, what is your response to that concern? The only link is the rapper uh, who, the artist who performed on the university property before was supposed to come back again, canceled his performance, and said he was disgusted by what he saw. He does have lyrics that could be in question in a conversation about the use of the N-word. And- could be in question before she was on her own show. So like it's wrong and it's not right and it's and but now she's like uh, it could be possibly yeah. maybe and it's amazing how people are recorded the shit people can see and make come up with their own conclusion yet you come around like i didn't say the shit uh i gonna tell you this the main difference a black person is there Conversa- right the conversation is totally different with Ain't one though all you have to do is have one black person actively listening and then it's like we can't say this shit about yeah. violent racist lyrics and i think that's a uh, important conversation to have i would like to have that conversation but he is in no way to blame for what happened on that right. bus and i maybe that got conflated but that is not what was said and reverend al what about this discussion you've spoken out for a long time separately uh, about the role of, of rap music well i think first of all these are two uh di- different issues what uh was what we saw on that bus and from the fraternity house's mom, as they call it, is disgusting and racist, and they can't blame that on anyone. There were no 
rappers on that bus. These were all white students that were saying this. There's no rap lyrics that even come close to what they said in terms of we're not letting the N-word students in our fraternity. So I think these are two separate uh, issues, and we should not have the debate that I and others have engaged. And let's be clear, Nash Action Network, which I had, NACP and others have been against N-word and misogyny in music, but that should not be a distraction to this issue that uh, Mika has just talked about. That is absolutely racist. I think the president of the college operated in, mm. in, in what he should have and in, in the best tradition of America. And no students have. In a very nonviolent but direct way, they should be saluted. We've had them on Politics Nation the last two nights, mm -hmm. the group of students that surfaced this. I think they ought to be congratulated and supported. And I don't oh, think we should allow people to try in any way distract from what is being dealt with on that campus because this fraternity has a record in other parts of the country of having some very racist and racially insensitive things said. And I think that uh, our concern in the civil rights community, some of us, some among other rappers about lyrics and concerns, Meek and I have talked about mm -hmm. because she talks about her daughter and all. I don't think that they ought to use that as a distraction from the point all of us are making about that ugliness that we saw uh, in that film from that bus in Oklahoma. Mika, go ahead. Well, no, my daughter is a Jay-Z fan, and I, I you know, I, I've had the conversation with her about what's appropriate and what can be said and what can't. And what so why couldn't none of these boys have a conversation with their parents about what's appropriate and what's been said? Mm -hmm. So you saying bad parenting? I mean, you let your kid listen to Jay-Z, but then you go on the air and claim that it's, it's racism, right? Why there's in some ways a little bit of a conversation that still needs to be had and I think Reverend Al when we were talking earlier today it's you know in terms of the rapper and how he was brought into this conversation it's only because he was he has performed there and he canceled because of this he has nothing to do with what those kids did on that bus they're responsible and there's no moral equivalency but he can't be offended right he but she was right exactly the the, the She's skipping over the part where she basically said he can't be offended because he's used the N word as well, and, why, and that therefore is is the same. And I'm confused as to why she keep wanting to have this conversation now and right. link it to this story if it's not. What about to the, the kids story. in Chicago? What are we that missing here? That don't yeah. make sense to me. It's and, the what about black on black crime? And I'm glad I'm glad Reverend Sharpton was like, you can't correlate the two. I don't know why you would. And this is not the time for it. It's this not is why, the time to distract you from the, the actual problem. Right. He's and, like, I'm even against it, but I I understand they're two different topics. And this is why I will never carry water for people that shit on Al Sharpton. Because he went on here and he fucking straightened this shit out. <laughs> I wish, and people hate him because they hate finding, hearing that white people are racist and wrong. Right. But, but that's what happened here. And there's no beating around the bush. You want to talk about rap because you don't want to talk about the culpability of white America in the, in society and in, in instances like this. Yes, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. You know what's like? Let me just put this like this because sometimes this shit gets like on Facebook. I you talk about race a lot, but here's the thing. It's uncomfortable to me as a man when I hear dudes defend the street harassment or rape culture. Right. I'm a man and I'm like, I don't agree with that shit. What I don't do is go, not all men, ladies. What about me? I'm special. I don't say that shit because I understand it's a systematic problem that regardless of how I feel about it, I benefit from some of this shit. Um, 
and I and I understand that I have a certain level of privilege to it, and I can always opt the fuck out. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like thinking about rape today. I'm just not going to. Right. I don't want to talk about street harassment. I'm just gonna ignore people talking about it and tweet about comic books. I get to do that, right? So I don't think that um I, I and when I and when I talk about those topics, I never get the you talk about rape culture too much. You talk about marriage equality too much. People look at me and they see a black dude and they don't want to think about race and they don't want to hear me talk about it. Mm-hmm. And if they're white, a lot of times they don't want to think about the idea that they might be culpable or at least benefiting from some of this shit. Right. But I'm saying the dynamics spread throughout the entire, through the entirety of, of all our listener audience. Everybody has some level of privilege. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I'm you know, in first world country. Right. Maybe it's because, you know, uh, maybe it's because, uh, my, my state. Maybe it could be any fucking thing. And yet, you know, we live in an urban, we live in a city as opposed to out in a rural country. There's a ton of shit that I benefit from that I may have, uh, you know, blind spots to or whatever. And I don't get defensive and try and distract from the fucking topic because it's not always about fucking me. Like, it's okay to be like, that is fucked up. The end. I don't have a thing to add. I don't have another angle. Right. I don't want to talk about a, the conversation. The conversation right now is these dudes saying the N word. That's it. In a week, it'll go away, but it'll never go away if you won't even fucking have a conversation. And then you wonder why people get upset. You wonder why people get riled up when they see this shit because they're like, "You're not actually talking about it." Mm-mm. You know, you have a segment on your show dedicated to SAE, and it ends up being about rap. You fucking failed. Yes, you did at your job. You still haven't talked about it. You know, this is this is ridiculous. Uh, lyrics have nothing to do with the actions that happened on the bus. Having said that, his lyrics are are, are um, inflammatory. They use the N word, the F. They have nothing to do with it, but let's talk about it, right? It. Go ahead. Um, and Reverend Al, what you were saying on the phone to me earlier is that the question for him is perhaps would he denounce the use of them in the future? But that again is a separate conversation. It's sort of like the big picture in terms of where we're moving. Uh, that's the big picture, guys. Not the racism of this fraternity, not uh systematic uh white supremacy, not uh the fact that these boys will grow on to go go on to have connections and be possibly political movers, shakers, lawyers, judges, uh people that make decisions in media. Not that. The bigger picture is a fucking rapper Waka Flocka. That's the big picture in America. Are you serious? Right, because it dist- it distracts from the topic at hand, and 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 it is funny though. What what really upsets me when people uh, bring this shit up when it comes to lyrics? Why why does it always have to scrutinize black lyrics? Like people act like country and and rock and and heavy metal and all these. If you, if people listen to their goddamn lyrics too, there's a lot of shit in their lyrics too that if you really sat down and listened to it, you could constantly scrutinize and say what the fuck is wrong with these lyrics. But for some reason, when it comes to quote unquote rap lyrics is a problem is 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 the black people and we don't got them understand them and, and for me it makes me very angry because it's a very very dumb argument yeah. when you I make this turn- argument because it's never nobody ever comes to say have you listened to this rock song how dare they come out and rap and, 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 and do this shit not even that karen have you listened to this fraternity right we have we have the conversation piece right here we're not having this conversation. We're talking about rap. We have footage of something racist. It's already on what about rap? 
correct my man uh andy klein from uh three guys on uh he saw me post about the the white woman mom of the frat who was like nigga 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 he was like countdown to this becoming about rap lyrics in three two and then he posted a link to this this morning i was like yep i knew it we all knew it was happening of our society and also how we view art and what is art and what is dangerous or what is art and what per- perhaps could be disturbing to people because if you're black it's not art guys. right because if you were white if you were fucking marilyn manson it's not dangerous if you're fucking uh madonna it's not dangerous if you're fucking uh arnold schwarzenegger doing terminator 17 where you're gonna kill a whole bunch of people that's not dangerous but if you're waka flocka you're dangerous you're right. dangerous we, guys we, you're confusing white kids into being racist not not america's history is not confusing them into being racist 400 years of slavery and oppression isn't confusing them into being they racist don't, they don't teach them that history so. right the history of segregation that's not confusing them into being racist uh the fact that people want to th- say we're post-racial because of black we have a black president that's not confusing millennials into being racist the fact that something racist happens and you immediately say no he's a good boy he's not racist at all if you just knew him that's not confusing them into being racist it's the rap music that's confusing them into being racist shut up but that's a completely different and fascinating conversation it's not even fascinating conversation i might add ari that uh we've had i mean i remember we did two days of oprah debating this this is an ongoing conversation but it should not in any way uh, get in the way of what those students are saying on that campus, as Mika just said. And I think it is very important that we understand that there are two different conversations. And it's a conversation that we must continue to have. Maybe this could be a teaching moment in the conversation on lyrics, but let's not confuse this. And let's right. also be clear, the one that brought the rap into this rap music was this fraternity mom, this fraternity house mom, who claims that she, an older woman in our generation, was only repeating rap lyrics. She's the one that brought rap in this, something that I think is is something that I certainly have doubts. We'll see where the investigation goes. But clearly, I don't think they should try to scapegoat rap with something that is ugly and diabolical here. And I think that we need to be very clear on that. And I think that's what uh, Mika, and I think Mika said she has reached out talking to some of the students who she respects their position, because we all share racism cannot be excused. Lyrics, we can discuss what Mm -hmm. is odd and not, and we can agree or disagree. I respect this rapper for saying, wait a minute, I am not going to perform on a campus that's identified with that. I may disagree with his lyrics. I agree with his stand. Hmm. An important conversation and a time for reflection. Reverend Al Sharpton and Mika Brzezinski, thank you both for spending some time with us. Right. Right. Like, he has no right to say, I'm not going to perform where they where, at this university. Yo, he completely broke her the fuck down. Like, she... She just didn't want to come out and be like, I was wrong for what I said. So she just lied and said, I didn't say it. Oh, yeah, like I said it. No peanut gallery on this show. Yeah. Nobody's just going to cheer and root for anything you have to say. All you need is a black person in the room with a, with a fucking opinion. And all of a sudden the shit ends. The right? whole room, the whole room changes. You just need a person that's going to actually hold your feet to the fire and be like, yeah, um, I don't agree with you. And I'm actually able, capable of explaining myself why. And all of a sudden you back off of your, Oh, yeah, the black people, they're the real problem. You back off of that shit. Now, Don Lemon discussed it. Do we we have to listen to what he had to say? I mean, we don't have to, but we going to. (laughs)
Andre Wolf, you know, I was surprised to hear the young people saying this because you think that uh, as we go through our society, the pendulum swings and, and uh, you know, our millennials uh, should do better because they clearly should know better. Um, so when I saw this, though, it, it just showed me that if the house mother is doing this, this is so pervasive in the culture of that fraternity um, that it now is very clear that this is an institutional problem and and, and it's uh, it's it's just maddening that uh, we're still talking uh, about these these issues but although Sonny, I'm happy like Mark said that Sonny, we are talking about songs. issues. She's singing a well, song that well, those words Don, are in the song. Well, you know I have this issue. We should you know never I have this use issue the N-word. No don't want, one should use it. I hate that word. By the way, I, uh, I'm going to need TV to diversify their niggas. Right. Because I'm going to need some. I need more people like Will Bond that go on TV and be like, yes, I say the N-word, just not around y'all and not at work. Right. <laughs> like, I'm tired of ev the only black people that can succeed in Media positions have to have this stance of, I would never say that. Yeah, or, or if they do say it, they have to be hush hush and be like, oh, I mean, uh, people say all sorts of things, but they never come out and be like, yeah, I said, just not around y'all. You know? Like that, like that, need, we need people on the other side of that. Right, cause the way it's presented to, to people is that, you know, in order to make it, you gotta never say the N word, never. Word! Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. No one should use that word. And so it, it's that I know people who are her age, who are my color, who say that word when they're saying a rap song. Should she and not should be allowed be to say it? I don't, it should be retired. I don't but I don't know if that makes her racist because she's singing a song or because some kids goaded her into well, singing a rap song. She, I, she, yes, she thing, should not well, be saying it. One thing I might add. But I don't know if that well, makes hold her on, racist. Hold on one second. One thing you know Don Lemon will find a way to defend her, right? Context is everything. I also question her common sense. She exactly. appeared yes, I agree with in, that. And in, in an interview, in effect, uh, expressing shock, surprise, and disappointment. Yeah. And then it's revealed that uh, she used the word, and she was video. Don't you think in context? So if she's using it in context to sing a song, which people do all the time, I'm not saying it's right. I, then I don't. Is she, I can't. Is she really oh, racist on, because Don. some it's, kids are goading her into singing a song on, that it's, contains it's clear that word? She's being so duplicitous. She's I been think so that the idea is, I, I if she's believe, flat out calling people the N word, that is a different thing. The word in a song, I think that's different. I mean, listen, I, we, what's the song we say? Um, um, uh, these hoes ain't loyal. We do I? Am I really calling women that word? No. Am I singing a song in the club? Yes. Does that you're make like, me? You're, you're, does you're, that make me a? Does that make Don, me misogynist? I don't know. It's not. He doesn't even like women. So here's the thing, though. Would you do an interview and say, I never say hoes? Because she did. And then when a video comes out, you say, these hoes ain't loyal. We all going to go, yeah, you're a fucking liar. You do say it. Okay. It's not. I'm it's singing a song. Different. It's I, completely different. I'm not saying different. it's right. I'm just saying that there's context. That but you are. But you are saying it. And are you singing it along with the song? Or are you just random at a women's convention, walking down the middle of the convention, talking about these hoes ain't loyal? Because I doubt you would do that. Right. Right. You know Everything. what I mean? Like them hoes will whoop your ass. Like use your example <laughs> in context. You know what I mean? Right. Like come on, Don. We we smarter than you. Come on, man. <laughs> These hoes will whoop your ass. Well, you know there are consequences <laughs> for what you say. So if you want to sing it, 
Maybe right. you got a right to sing it, but if you lose your job over it or you lose your position over it, you should be responsible and know, and I think people should understand, these words are offensive. They should not be used. Responsible adults don't use them. Just because rap artists are using it and making money off of it doesn't mean that one needs to repeat it or uh, show up and pretend that uh, they can sing it too. So Especially I really not someone that. in a leadership position, because that woman was the house mother, and so she was a guidance Sonny, counselor. Sonny, if so you're at a party and you're singing those lyrics, I'm not going to think you're racist, or I'm not going to think that you... I don't think those you, lyrics. You'll well, never hear I'm just hear saying, it, if, 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 if it happened, I'm not necessarily going to think that. You know, and if, especially if you're doing this in a public venue then I would question your judgment. I do question your judgment a little bit because she's the adult in the room, but she's at a party and she's got these young kids right. that are goading her into doing it, so I'm not it's so sure about that. It just goes to show that. you how pervasive the culture is there. Yeah. I don't think that yeah. you can just look the other way right. and say, well, she's singing a rap song. All right. It's Guys, indefensible. I, 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 unfortunately, we got to leave it there. Well, Bliss is like, all right, niggers, enough. My head hurts. Indefensible. Woogity mm. boogity. And Shit. if she's the parental figure at a party, she's not doing a very good fucking job. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is who in charge then? She got tricked this, in the sand. This is who in charge? So the inmates running the asylum? Right. right. If we all yeah. if they jump off a bridge, bitch, do it. You right. Should prove these hoes ain't loyal. Could I jump just, off the bridge. Could I just be like, well, Justin, see, the thing is. I know you're teaching this class, but I got you on camera saying these hoes ain't loyal to these little girls. Whoa, man. It was in a song. Like, is that the thing? Like, if it's in a song, is that the new rule of racism? If it's in a song, you can do it. Mm -hmm. If it's in a rap song. Yeah. Why, by the way, why didn't this work with um movies? Why, like, can somebody, like, right, say. Right, because it's considered a form of entertainment. Yeah, can, like, can the dude that killed those those Muslims. Can he be like, well, I watched American Sniper, and uh, it's okay to kill Muslims. They don't still lock your ass up. Yep. Like, we would never let him get away with that. We wouldn't be like, oh, well, he's not Islamophobic. He's confused. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Just like that dude that killed the Muslims at the park, over a park? Yeah, park? that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we wouldn't be like, oh, he's not Islamophobic. He's confused. He saw American Sniper. So you know how it gets. You, you walk out of a movie, you got to kill some Muslims. I mean, shit. That's why I don't. That's why I only see rom coms. And another thing for me, in my opinion, this is why I hate those goddamn panels, cause y'all ain't really saying nothing. Y'all just hollering over each other. Mm -hmm. You're all the same type of Negroes. There's no diversity mm -hmm. on the panel, even nah, though y'all all black. Don a little different. I mean, nah. I mean, I mean, when I say there's no diversity, it's one of those things where a lot of times, especially on top of like this, there's there's no there's not gonna be a differing opinion. Like there, nobody, nah, there were some different opinions, but not on whether you should use the N word. Right. That's that's why I mean the yeah. different yeah. opinion. Don went further. That was a different opinion. Don's opinion is why is she even in trouble. So that is different. That's just how extreme our media has gotten, where the only black people that can succeed have to say, um, you know, you can't say the N word. So if I actually go around and actually start killing black people and call them niggers. I mm -hmm. can be like, did the rap music confuse me? I was listening to Waka Flocka. Yeah, my mom would, never told me I couldn't listen to I don't to have it. my own brain. Hip-hop is that powerful. And I have to kill black people. And I would call you racist too, sir. Right. Call me stupid. Yes, that too. Yeah. That kind of made me not want to get drunk. A hundred. He's not going to ruin my phone.
When I see her, unless she is fly, uh. She love me not, she love you not now. All my bitches love me. Wait, does this mean that we all hate bitches? Oh, God. Oh, we're You didn't doing know it. they're nothing but holes and tricks? Oh, we're doing it too, guys. So Licks on my balls and I, suck my dick. I thought it was a celebration of Women's Month, and this is celebrating the five-star chicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, uh, I'm going to let you pick. Here are your choices. Groupie Tales, A Great Night with Charlotte Hornets, PJ Hairston. Oh, shit. Number two. Nas, groupie sex tale. Yeah. Groupie tales, thanks to Waka Flocka, I met young Joey, best sex ever. Yeah. Uh, groupie tales, I met Trey Songs at Club Perfections. Yeah. Don't know who this girl is, but here is her groupie story. Yeah. <laughs> How to Not Lose a Baller by At Nick So Fly. Shots have been fired online, now what? By Queen and Vanya. Still like PJ. PJ story, maybe because he he in Charlotte now. Okay, so we're going with PJ. It might be one of the local chicks. Trading uh trading cars with uh Josh Gordon because he's he smart. Yep, maybe somebody we went to high school with. Yeah, oh, Lord. I hear you. you know, I, I, I think I went to high school <laughs> with your wife, man. Oh, d- you did? Yeah, yeah, I think so, man. Yeah. <laughs> she do this thing with her um, tongue. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, 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 shit, my bad, dog. Oh, oh. <laughs> Um, she does do the stay with her tongue. You know what I'm saying? Good daddy and sandwich. You know what I'm saying? We're getting there and make daddy and sandwich. I know that much. Frank him. <laughs> if you weren't checking for... Look at it against 5. <laughs> look at it against 4.16. Oh, Lord. Praise him. Just saw 50 Shades of Grey. Came twice. <laughs> Corinthians 1 through 7. Oh, Lord, that 1 through 7. Hashtag hard work. Hashtag give the glory. Hashtag you can make it. <laughs> Only people that listen to Bob DB <laughs> even relatively get that joke. <laughs> All right. So if you weren't checking for PJ Harrison of Charlotte Hornets before, this groupie tale may change your mind. Read the entire thing to see what Mr. Harrison is working with. Okay. Disclaimer, groupie tales are submitted by our, <laughs> disclaimer, groupie tales are submitted by our readers. We cannot confirm 100% accuracy of any story posted. I have a story to tell about Charlotte Hornets player PJ Harrison at kangaroo.jack. Hey, by the way, how much you want to bet? She fucked this nigga when he was still in the D League and waited till he made the Hornets. <laughs> of course. And then she was like, "Now to hit sin." Right. Uh, oh, he's not gonna answer my text no more. Right. 
She was like, oh, you, going to ball alert. when you was playing for the Roanoke Rapid, you was giving me this dick. Uh, I was recently in Charlotte, NC, visiting some friends that attended school down there. NCIAA? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you going to just conveniently leave that part out? Because right. we know that's when it was. Paying right. for that surcharge? <laughs> Come on now. I wanted to enjoy the city before I returned to school in Atlanta. Church. Guess the race. Yeah. It was a Thursday night. We went to Club 935 in the downtown area. 935? I was sitting in the VIP section texting my little boo. And I, damn. <laughs> she dirty. Real. She got a man. I heard, and I hear a voice saying, get off the phone and enjoy your night, ma. And I look up and say, I'm actually full street harassment as long as it's, <laughs> as long as it's a rich ass nigga. And they right. six five and up because I feel like they probably in the lead. Right. <laughs> She, you know that nigga would have been like five foot three. She would turn around and be like, "If you don't get your street harassing ass out my face, <laughs> right?" And kicked him with his heat with her heel. I'm gonna tweet this, but it was PJ. She was like, mm, "Bottle service." <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe I can be harassed tonight. Uh, I look it up, and it's PJ's sexy ass. Five star chick. She a five star. Dog, mm. let me tell you something. You are certified five star chick. If you can recognize PJ Hairston. <laughs> I couldn't recognize PJ Hairston. Nigga. I, I would be like, Carolina for years. dude, if I saw PJ Hairston, I'd be like, yo, man, that's a tall ass nigga. That'd be me. I wonder who, I wonder what he does for a living. That's me. I would not be like, oh, PJ. Cause I don't ever think I'm seeing nobody famous. So I'm always like, ooh, he tall. She turned around like, oh, PJ, the, just the man I've been waiting on. And if oh, yeah. I did, if his face did look for me, I'd be like, right, did we play ball with him at the Y? Yeah. Hey man, you, uh, <laughs> you play ball at, uh, Siski on stuff? No? Okay. All right. Um, so I'm smiling from ear to ear because I can't believe it's him. I've had a little crush on him since his Chapel Hill days. We chopped it up and exchanged numbers. Fast forward a little bit. PJ texted me asking me if I wanted to chill. We all know what chill means at three in the morning. PJ and I <laughs> were sitting in the parking lot at a dinner at a diner. Where, <laughs> oh shit! She was at the diner in the parking lot. Yeah, the Waffle House. I what? was sitting in the parking you, lot the, of the diner at the corner. What the hell up at three a.m. Well, the diner was, uptown, right beside the strip club. Yeah, true. Uptown oh my Cabaret. bad, my bad. And, and I was giving him a hand job. I be scared to go in there. I see that place. I be like, I don't know about that place. Yeah. I'm sorry, we disturbed your song. It was good. It though. was good. It was getting yeah. there, right? It was good. Where my friends and I went after leaving the club. No, you ruined it already, Karen. It's too late. <laughs> uh, y'all had to get them jokes in. Uh, I went. Hey man, fuck your soul, man. <laughs> it's Women's Appreciation Month. Let what? Karen get her jokes off. <laughs> Women history! <laughs> uh, get your jokes off, Karen. PJ right. and I were, I'm here for you. <laughs> PJ and I were sitting in the parking lot at a diner where my friends and I went after leaving the club. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were we were sitting in his truck smoking, smoking, <laughs> smoking and drinking, <laughs> chilling. <laughs> right, doing it all. Damn, why she got to put a drug test coming out, man? Boy. And he began to rub and kiss on my inner thighs, getting me all hot and bothered. In my head, I'm like, Lord, forgive me for what I'm about to do. How about, yeah. how about boyfriend? Or fiance, you got it home. Yeah, little, little boo ain't got to forgive you. Mm-mm. She ain't worried about boo. She ain't come home. It's 3 a.m. She probably, ain't seen boo. He probably kissed on the forehead like, baby, have fun with your girls this I will. Weekend. I will say this. Nobody will fuck the shit out of you at 3 a.m. on a Saturday like a God-fearing woman. <laughs> <laughs> 
So now you remember a few years ago, and I brought that revelation to you, and mm-hmm. I was like, man, you go to church and find your fruit. Now I already knew that. I just, yeah, I already knew that. But you tried to dispel it at the time. Well, I was like, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> just because I know something's true don't mean it's, it's okay. Like, you shouldn't be doing that, setting them people on the wrong path, man. Because you was talking about going in there and womanizing them ladies. <laughs> I mean, well, not during March, of course. But. Of course not. <laughs> well, yeah. But uh, shit, summer almost upon us. <laughs> like, anytime you see a woman put a little prayer up in the air before she hop on that dick. Oh, Lord. Like, you about to get the fuck of your life. Because you're going to make pray, every stroke count. If she ever pray with you before she hop on that dick. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's about to be ridiculous. First of all... Make sure you enjoy yourself. Cause, yeah, because yeah, you're going to have to go through a lot of hell to get back. But just know she crazy. Now you got to go to church. <laughs> now you got to go to church the next day. Oh, and she will shoot your car up. Yeah, we, we yeah. was talking about Mary Mary yeah. yesterday. Right. She, oh, she shot the vehicles up. She shot her husband car up for cheating, dog. Like, you know, like. And did said I might forgive you. No, like, a, God-fear, a God-fearing woman will kill you because she got God on her side. You can't win. Every snap, they show the woman go to church. Yeah. Always talking about how she loved her. Think she won't pray and be like, listen, uh, Jesus is going to forgive me for what I'm about to do to your ass. Jesus the one gave me the sign and told right. me you was the one cheating. Now, you know, God going to have to let me. He going to have to forgive me for this one. But I'm shooting you. <laughs> I'm, I'm shooting you in your arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started to whip his penis out, which is about 8.5 oh. 8. inches. The handologist. She's a handologist. Lady. Right. Yeah. She don't measure her hands, so she know how far her hand goes. Yeah. I feel like she stacked her hands on top of each other's like 8.43. <laughs> I'll round up. 8.5. Right. No, I feel, I feel like her, like she recognized him. I feel like she on the level where she gave it a few good strokes and she was like, mm, eight, seven, eight. Yeah, 8.5. Yep. Yep. Mm. Like a money she, machine. She, she put out, she put out a, uh, she put out a, uh, instead of like a measuring tape, she just put it all in her mouth and she's like, <laughs> Okay, and that went to the 8.5 line. <laughs> not, bad, not bad, PJ. Not bad at all. Not bad. Put you in the top 10%. And you can get some pussy today. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like a, it was like a, when you put your card in to get approved at the debit. <laughs> right. It was like, cha-ching, approved. Right. She tests her gag reflex, like, yep, yep, that's about it right yep. there. And extremely thick. I was overwhelmed when I saw it, but wanted to give him that grapefruit head Oh, w- without the grapefruit. Yeah. Making sure it was extra sloppy so he would never forget me. So you want to mess up his good level? He took me to a hotel. <laughs> mess up his good pants. Took, yeah. Because apparently she whipped, whipped his dick out. I ain't hear nothing about taking clothes off. I'll tell you this much, guys. If it's a sloppy roll job, the last thing you give a fuck about is some motherfucking leather. <laughs> <laughs> you are not thinking about your pants. Now you just think about that shit way later. Maybe like, as an adult, I'll be like, I'm going to have to clean this up later. <laughs> some, people, some people might be thinking, what the fuck is a grapefruit technique? Oh, they don't know about the grapefruit? Not so even I know about the grapefruit. Every man should get grapefruited. When you grapefruit your man, it's going to feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. No better feeling would he ever get than being grapefruited. So what you need to do is you need to, of course, have a grapefruit. You want to make sure you get the ruby red. It's sweeter and it's easier. If you are allergic to grapefruit or can't use a grapefruit for your medication, you can always use a large navel orange. Now, what you want to do is make sure the, the, the grapefruit is room temperature. All you have to do is put it in warm water. Do not microwave it. Do not boil it. Then, once it gets to that temperature, all you need to do is roll it. The reason why you want to roll it is because you want to juice it up a little bit. The juicier, the better. 
And what you're going to do is you're going to find the navel. There's two navels to the grapefruit. Once you do that, you're going to place it on the plate and the navel's on the outside. By the way, there's no equivalent to this for dudes. <laughs> like, I was just thinking about that just now. Like, there's no fucking thing we can just throw on a pussy and be like, yeah, man, you know, just. <laughs> like, it just don't work that way. No, we, you know, we, we pussy got too a lot of equipment. Man, it's too complicated. Yeah, we got batteries it? and plug in and shit like that. Nice. And you actually want to cut one side of that navel off. Now, all this that you're doing, he would not see any of this preparation. Because right, if I see a knife and my dick is in the same area, nothing's happening. I don't give a fuck if it's a grapefruit or not. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that a little bit later. It's a trick. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take it to the other side and do the same thing. So you should have a grapefruit that has two sides missing just like this. Now what you're going to do is you're going to put a hole in the middle of the grapefruit approximately the size of your man's penis. Do not make it too big. Do not make it too tight. Just approximate. Then what you want to do is you're going to take the knife midway down and make sure it goes all the way through. All you want to do is make a nice hole in the middle of the grapefruit. She has done this so many times. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a pro at this. Now, if you take it and make it too big, that's okay because you can always squeeze your hands like the muscles of your vagina. And if you make it too tight, all you have to do is take your finger and push the flesh back. It's just grapefruit. Now, when you grapefruit your man, he has to be blindfolded. There's no ands, ifs, buts about it. Why? If you came to the bedroom with a grapefruit, what is your man going to say? What are you going to do with that? Is right. it going to burn and all that other thing? So you don't want Not me. I'm going to be like, oh, shit. Grapefruit time. <laughs> That's how I'm <laughs> kicking my feet and shit. It's grapefruit time. <laughs> it's grapefruit time. Turn off all the electronic devices. <laughs> I, I, I blindfold myself. Look, no. had, had I not seen this video, I'd be like, what are we doing, snacks now? You right. Got that's gonna mess up your ph balance girl you got any strawberries of that so this is what you do say baby you know what tonight i want to do something a little freakier i want to suck your dick blindfolded your man will blindfold himself if he knows he's gonna get some head so now your man is in the bed you have the grapefruit already prepared under the bed he smelled the citrus in the air he thinks you have on some new victoria's secrets or something he has no idea and what you're going to do is be a woman of your word. Now, you have to get his penis erect. So what you're going to do is just suck his dick. That's like you said you were going to do. Once he's nice and erect, what you're going to do is replace the grapefruit. I don't want to suck my dick. From your mouth. You're going to twist up and down on his shaft and suck the head at the same time. Now, ladies, remember, grapefruit is also a fat burner, so you're actually losing weight while you're sucking. <laughs> right now. Stay in Once shape, you're girl. doing this technique, it's she got the devil inside her. <laughs> and I won't sit. <laughs> is that a cross around her neck? Is she no. Right across? Nah. <laughs> but he still has no idea what you're doing. So, what you want to tell your man to do is this take the blindfold off. He's going to be looking at you like, what the hell are you doing? But he'll never say stop. All he's going to be thinking is, I could have been fucking a grapefruit all these years. And that's the grapefruit technique. Nigga. <laughs> I'm not going to comment at all. Listen, like, all, all I'm saying is, <laughs> one, like, as I, as crazy as that is, there's no man alive that's seen that and didn't go, 
kind of want my dick sucked with a grapefruit. <laughs> that, that, and you have to understand, those sounds are made, but you don't have like a microphone like right, right up your throat while you're trying to do that. Like, those- nah, we can, I, we can hear it. Cause hmm. our dick is right there. Like, we can I, hear I, mean, it. I mean, you can hear it, but you know, cause it's a microphone like right at her, at her mouth when she's doing it. So the sound is kind of more amplified per se. Nah, it's going to sound just like that. When she's <laughs> just, like just like that. Yes. That's exactly how it's going to sound. Yeah. That's, that's just how she sounds. Yeah. That's just her dick sucking <laughs> technique. And it's, and it's nothing, it's nothing to be ashamed of. If anything, it's something to be proud of. Right. That's like, cause, cause she, she had to uh, break for breath or nothing. She got nose control and everything. That's the fucking Steph Curry jump shot of dick sucking. <laughs> what? <laughs> like she's seriously, that's like snapped head. I would not fuck with her just cause I'm scared. Yeah. Like she fucking, now kill your family. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Okay, I kill him. I kill them all. I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> Everybody like, gonna die. They gonna die right now. Give me a gun. She like the red lady on Game of Thrones. Right. So she gave grapefruit head without the grapefruit. Making sure it was extra sloppy so he would never forget me. He took me to a hotel near the diner where he gave me the best I've ever had. By the way, you know, that's why I'm saying, you know, uh, grapefruit head need to be outlawed or regulated. No. This nigga didn't even take her to like another hotel or his house or a room. He was like, "What's the closest hotel?" <laughs> uh, yeah, MapQuest says uh, two miles. This is we can. That's where we go. going. Yeah, we can walk. We, yeah, we can walk it. Yeah. We can run it. Actually, let's let's run it. <laughs> let's try to run it to the room. It actually says Uptown Cabaret has a room in the back. Right. We can pay for it. <laughs> as, as we got in the room, he laid me on the bed, kissing on my neck as he was sliding my panties off. She had pennies on? Well, that's the biggest surprise <laughs> of the fucking thing. Yeah, it is. By, the, by this time, my pussy is throbbing and I'm soaking wet. PJ started licking my clit while fingering me and he said, damn, girl, your dude must have haven't been hitting it because this pussy tight. Oh, so he know about dude. I'm moaning and just ready for the real thing. I pull his head up and tell him to fuck me. And he puts on a rubber and I pull him on top of me. As he was trying to slide in, I scream because it's been a minute since my kitty has had some male attention. Like a gentleman. <laughs> ah, like a Wait. gentleman. So not he. Okay. I'll buy it. I'll, I'll buy it. Okay. I get it. Can I get a vowel for uh, <laughs> 200? <laughs> like a gentleman, PJ took his time with me until I could take it. Once I could stand his dick penis, I took over and began to ride Mr. Hairston. 20 to 25 minutes later, PJ busted a fat one. I was fucking exhausted. He took the condom off and said, you the type to have a nigga driving to Atlanta every week. I laughed. We laid beside each other for about five. <laughs> she even believed that shit. She a professional. Come on, PJ. Yeah. Don't lie, they ain't gonna work with a group. Man. Come oh, on yeah. Now. She knows she good. We laid, we laid beside each other for about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And he asked if I wanted to go again. I'm like, hell yeah. This time he went in without a condom. Oh. <laughs> he almost had it all. Yo, what is it about that? When people fuck from with a condom for like a week and then it's like, okay, now no condoms. Like, nigga, you can still catch AIDS. Like, what do you think is, is, is different now? It didn't go away. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the herpes is different now. <laughs> it's been five days. You Everybody gotta, knows gotta that. Get test results time to come back. Can't catch, can't catch AIDS on the five after five minutes. In my head, I'm panicking, trying to figure out why he just went in raw. But I didn't want to scare him. What? 
So you scared, but you, you don't want to scare him. Yeah. No, she was probably like, I got this fool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she bust all of him. Yes. Yes. All the way. Ty, you know, she did the leg a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Try to catch this nigga money. He don't know I'm ovulating. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I ain't took a pill ever. He showed. <laughs> God damn, AC. Hoping for this moment. He showed no mercy. <laughs> He's like, she was like, let me pop my fertility pills real quick. All right, go ahead. Uh, he showed no mercy this round. Legs wrapped around his waist. Told you. <laughs> Told you. I know that move. I know that move. <laughs> That's the get me pregnant move. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Put you in a figure four. You're like, God, pussy too good. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I guess I just had children. <laughs> I'll take the risk. Legs legs wrapped around his waist as he picks me up off the bed, whispering in my ear, give me all of you. I want it all. You know, I really feel like he fucked her the first time with no condom. And she just but didn't notice. she just made that up because oh, she yeah. didn't want to seem like she fucked without condoms. She's still going to catch it in the comments. I don't, I think she's but telling the truth. I think she's lying because do I really believe PJ riding around with condoms on Right. Her? I don't believe. Yeah. I only don't believe he didn't use a condom the first time because I know who PJ Harrison is. <laughs> right. And <laughs> that's the only reason. But if you just like, I do think that happens all the time where people use a condom one time and then they be like, oh, wrong, fuck it. No, I believe that yeah. happens. Yeah. I, you ever see that? Situation, I don't believe that happens. Happened. You ever see that in porn? Well, I be like, what happened? Like everybody went in safe, and then at some point they just like, fuck it, we not professionals I've no more. I seen that too, and I'm like, oh, all the condoms get left to see. That bothers me every time. I mean, obviously I keep jacking off, but still, <laughs> I'm always like, those poor people that they got herpes or some shit. They got, they probably got like chlamydia, cause nigga just took the condom off. It's like you the only one he did that with. Yeah. Anyway, you forgot about that scene yesterday. Right, like <laughs> you probably, like, like, <laughs> yeah, you're the third dude she fucked today, and you just ripping the condom off, huh? You just gonna keep licking her ass, even though yeah. it was just two dicks in there at the same time. Hey. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying don't be a professional, but I ain't knocking your hustle. Keep your condom on. Uh, I could, he just like, if I got it, you got it. <laughs> Going in. That's what your boy, Mr. Marcus, was like. Yeah, fuck it, fuck it, YOLO. <laughs> Uh, I can feel him in my stomach. Well, most of his diseases come from his hat. <laughs> right. He's got all kinds of cultures in there. Because yeah, he don't watch that. I can feel him in my stomach each time he rammed his penis inside of me. Hmm, guess the gentleman was gone. <laughs> I'm enjoying every minute of this, hoping it doesn't come to an end. And he made me come at least three times. Now it's his turn to come. He asked where I wanted his babies at. In my, in my uterus, hopefully I'm trying to get some of this money, nigga. In my uterus. Put them all the way in my fallopian tubes. Uh, which they, which they ended up in my mouth. His juices are so delightful. I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Lies. Must eat a lot of, uh, pineapples. Lies, she tell. I can't believe this whole he story. Must eat now. pineapples. Yeah. Other than that, we made, we were lying beside each other for about another 10 minutes after he shot his warm cum in my mouth. I got up and got in the shower so I could leave and go back to my friend's dorm. After my shower, what, what dorm you think that is? John C. Smell? Mm, <laughs> oh, yeah. Most definitely. John C. Smell. I got up to get in the shower so I could leave and go back to my friend's dorm. After my shower, I was getting dressed. He asked if I would stay the night with him. Of course I did, and we cuddled. <laughs> Talked about my major and then fell asleep. So the next morning, I woke up looking at his morning wood, craving for more. 
I decided to awaken him with some sloppy toppy. Uh, that's usually mean you just gotta use the bathroom, but you know whatever floats your boat. Yeah, hey, I won't pee in your mouth if you do it. <laughs> we had a little, we had a little quickie. Then he dropped me off at my friend's dorm, gave me a kiss, and said, "I'll see you soon." I'm thinking, yeah, whatever. I'll never hear from him again. But I didn't regret a thing because I enjoyed every minute of it. I was wrong because we've talked on Facetime a few times, and after I got a text from him almost every day. Needless to say, I'll be seeing him again very soon. But why would you, then why are you sharing this? Right. If it's you, he knows it's you. Well, maybe the head was that good. Maybe he don't pay attention to ball alert. Nah, he know. Niggas talk. He must just be like, we I know. don't care. We she know. know he's stupid. He like, I don't care. <laughs> yep. So what? Uh, got comments. Uh, beautiful Brownie says, they go all out for these dudes they just met, dot, dot, dot. Judging much, beautiful Brownie? <laughs> Jealous much, too. Mm-hmm. Ahab Magnum says, yuck, people are so reckless. If you would not rub your vagina or tongue on a sidewalk, why would you let a stranger raw dog? (laughs) 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 On the sidewalk. Oh, Lord. Oh. OD on me says, why is she sharing this when he A can figure out who it is and B, he's still in the picture. If this is true, she'll learn soon enough. Nico Rose said, I guess once a dude put a condom on, that is protection for the remainder of their sex ship. <laughs> McKenna Hilton says, Lord, these hoes need to start carrying or quicking condoms around in their purses. If they're going to be fucking and sucking and swallowing every random ninja with a few coins all willy nilly. She said oral quick. Mm-hmm. Nice. A professional. She's a professional. Formerly known as Ginger says, PJ Hairston, sexy, I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> Shell Israel says, stay tuned for part two, trip to the clinic. Oh. Tony says, I'm so tired of these groupies getting nothing. No, a meal, purse, or shoes. But, <laughs> but let's a ball of raw dog you. Maybe she was hoping to get pregnant and not a STI, STD. What's the point? There are broke dudes with good dicks. I'm just saying. Con- Contricia Tharp says, oh, I read groupie tales just for the ridiculousness of each story. These girls' tales are so unbelievable. Polo, tinker butt. <laughs> <laughs> Just told off on herself. So in the rare chance that this is real, P now knows exactly who this is. These men need disclosure agreements over quick and a 36 pack of condoms. Because in the morning, she definitely didn't have a condom. Did she swallow in the morning, too? Or that uh, time probably. Was, no, she didn't say. That morning time. It was a quickie. So. Sounds like he went on ahead and. Probably came in the face. Produced a little seed. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Come on down. It's your double A tournament soon. Club nine three five. The happy juice. For the Otis. It's real. Five star she ain't facing no suckers. Shout out to 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 Shout she does consulting and she on ball alert telling people what to do. Like, that's not, I don't know if that's Quintel? a good look. Brandon and image consultant slash, slash strategist. 
She making that money. That's just another way of saying help you get paid. From I'm gonna call models? her. I'm gonna call her for an appointment real quick. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to know what you think about PJ Harrison. Um, was this nigga out of control? Or is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what would you What would you suggest? Oh, I'm looking for a WNBA player. Uh, yeah, one that plays here in the states and overseas. Would you consider yourself a five star chick? Because I feel like I need some advice. Uh, anyway, man, let's get to the game. Now it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read a play news article from all over the globe, and we ask our contestant today, Justin, to guess the race and the chat room plays along and they are racist mm-hmm. White. and today's guest the race is brought to you by bevel that's right a lot of you guys out there walking around with this funky gangrenous looking skin right <laughs> you need to get shaved up you need to get it smooth you want to be professional but aren't you tired of the irritation tired of products that dry your skin out leave you with itching and scratching and bumps right irritate your face you're tired of your woman complaining about why don't you do something about them bumps right white man ain't judging you at work with them bumps on your face Mm -hmm. and you know the white man's razor does not uh necessarily work for us so what you need to do is get bevel all right you need to get you a razor that shaves a little bit above the skin that is designed for rough coarse curly hair and sensitive skin you get a starter kit it comes with safety razor, shaving brushes, blades, priming oil, shaving cream, and a cooling restoring balm, which is my favorite. I smell good. It feels good on your skin. You, you feel pretty. It's time to upgrade your shave routine. Check out GetBevel.com today. Use code TBGWT, and you can get 20% off of your first month. GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. Yes, thank you, everybody. And for and for people that bought the products, continue to let them know you like the products, you enjoy the products. If you use the products before and they're still working, just let them know and, sh- and show them love. We thank you guys. That means a lot. Yeah, man. And uh, Tristan Walker is doing good work out there, man. Like I said, black people using products with black people in mind. Um, and, uh, you know, not that black people are the only people that can use it. Other people have used it and reported back that it's working great for them, too. Right. Because there's a lot like these one size fit all 17 razors on a um, on, on the end of a blade thing. 17 blades on a razor. It's it's not for everybody. No, it's not. It's, it's, in fact, so it you, sounds dangerous. Yeah. If you've had any problems with this stuff, I say you go try Bevel, man, um, and use our code. Get that percentage off because it uh, helps. Um, all right. Let's get to this racism. That's what you guys really want to know about. <laughs> um, here's one. A reporter was mugged while on camera filing a report. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is at the Metro UK is reporting on this. Um, he's South. A- it was in South Africa where uh, Vuyo Mavoko was mugged in full view of SABC cameras. Um, the they uh, these criminals mugged the TV news crew. Okay, sorry, 
Hey, we're being we're being marked. We're being marked. Yes. The woman accused. How does the trick gonna just go back to the news? <laughs> she didn't care about them fools at all. The woman accused of beating her dog. His uh. Yeah, they probably told them you, you better keep rolling. Now back to this very important story on broccoli. Um, we'll get back to Vuyo after he's dead. Um, right. So yeah, it was uh Mill Park Hospital in General Hendersburg. The camera doesn't show it, but they said a gun was used in the mugging. Two alleged thieves were then uh, seen milling around around before they start taking things um from Mavoko and his crew and a woman can be heard screaming during the incident. At one point one of them holds a fistful of rand towards his co conspirator. What's a rand? At, must be money. Okay. After the incident, Mavoko said it happened seconds before going on air. He didn't know what he was going what was going on at first because the light was on him. They took several phones and a laptop linked to the broadcasting van before they disappeared. Uh the thieves don't seem to care that the whole episode was filmed. Guess the race, Justin. African? That's not a race. <laughs> nah, I'm going to go with uh, black African. All right, let's check the chat room. Balcony Baboon. Damn. Oh, ouch. Leonard Brothers, y'all. For Women's History Month. <laughs> reporter had a black name, and they said black reporters to cover black areas black. I'm the reporter now. One who's still not SAE. <laughs> That's Joe Spacely. Sadly, black, three-fifths of a human being... One whose co-workers comment on his Jigaboo music while on air. Jigaboo. It's just Jigaboo. Aww. The lady wasn't surprised because they fit the description she sees every night. The correct answer is... Uh, it was black. <laughs> There's our pictures in the chat. Um, but yeah, man, rob this motherfucker live on the air. I feel like a better reporter would have, you know, like reported live on it. Apparently I'm being robbed right now, live on the air. Uh, gentlemen, what is your name? <laughs> would you uh, like to? I could, camera. <laughs> yeah, they had the most stereotypical accents too, man. Um, all right, here's a study out of Africa. They could have been there and asking for, um, emails, but. You know, right. time. I am a prince. Give me your money. Uh, I don't even have an African accent in my. Arsenal. I am a prince. Give me your money. Karen Ooh. does though. That is new. <laughs> I found that out just now. Uh, a little role play later with the rest of you guys. <laughs> you know, being all caps. That's what I hear when I see them. That like that's the voice I hear by my head. You gonna be Lapita tonight, girl? Oh Lord! Make that itself. <laughs> uh Akron police are searching for someone who said they say has defecated on 19 parked cars and driveways. Oh. Say, that, say that again. Agri-Police are searching for someone they say has defecated on 19 parked cars and driveways. Okay, I, I thought I was tripping. <laughs> he shitted on your hood, kid. 
the suspect has been striking between 5 30 and 6 30 a.m when people are asleep when he takes his morning <laughs> shit right so it's warm right before they go to work this is the same this ironically this could be justin <laughs> that's the same morning constitutional schedule it is, my, it is about the time i take my morning constitutional yeah uh on it, it's their damn rap music man <laughs> yep. i think you know what there's no more games this is the time to discuss it right now yeah it's rap right music. talk about rap music <laughs> lil wayne says he's gonna shit on somebody in every song right and i and, can't take it no more well it was wu-tang that influenced me that yeah. caused me to do it and i'm the shit toilet bowl <laughs> uh on one on wednesday Dro- morning drop. <laughs> a, a resident caught the suspect on film at, oh somebody filmed him they got tired of seeing shit on their vehicle a neighbor snapped a photo of the suspect doing a thing on his latest car doing a thing. police are working to identify him they say the man is mostly targeted residents of the castle homes in the area during the last six months damn oh he's a serial shitter Oh, and could you imagine you just all of a sudden you like, what is this shit smell around my car? And this dude ain't shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he is. Maybe that's his problem. He is the shit. Right. Uh, no cop on the force wants to be the one making this arrest. But anyway, guess the race of the suspect, Justin. You don't, don't believe in washing his hands, apparently. The, for, he white. That's too early in the morning for any black man. Whiter to <laughs> be up doing shit. Whiter than the woman's Wait. mouth after PJ Harrison shot Wait. his baby batter, says Linda Wait, Brothers. You said Akron. White says Andre. White Damn. says Sparger. I'm going black, man. Yeah. White says Elliot. I'm changing. Justin black. changes it to black, so uh, the chat room is going white. Justin's going black. White man who took the drip drop song the wrong way. He started oh. by doing it in LeBron's driveway. Then he, when he first left Cleveland, it couldn't stop. Only the shit is brown. He's white, says Joe. The correct answer is uh, Alexandria says Black Rob. The correct answer is, is and Justin, you got it wrong. Oh. He was white. That's where you fucked up. Gotta it's go obvious. with your first instinct. It's quite obvious that if a white person lived in Akron, they would shit on black people's cars. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Look at how you look. Right, that pit. That's for the chat room. They did it. <laughs> that pit. <laughs> <laughs> And then they got like a big old square box around his ass. Hey, you catch him outside like, uh, good morning. Shitty day, ain't it, mate? <laughs> hey, he's like, uh, you know, what kind of car is that? Because it's a Nissan Chitra now. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think if it had been black, they were like, but that man got caught by a neighbor shitting on somebody's car and got the shit beat out of him. <laughs> hey, man, never buy foreign cars. They're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mileage is shitty on these homos. Does he carry his own paper and wipes? Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably same draw. In Wasu, Wisconsin, a 30-year-old has been charged with possession of marijuana and blowing a horse. <laughs> White. <laughs> White. Uh, how, Court- do we, how do we go from marijuana to a horse? Court documents obtained by Northwestern.com claim that Jared Kraft was found inside a barn with a marijuana pipe and a jar of petroleum jelly. He was also wearing a face mask and blue wind pants with holes cut around the crotch and ass area. Kraft admitted to police that before he was found inside the barn with the animal, 
which he blew and jacked off. He was viewing horse porn. Mm. Now that's some porn I don't even know how to get my hands on and don't even want to. <laughs> Me either. I've never been like, mm, let's see if I can find some horse that's porn. That's like searching for child porn. Wow. You, you guess you got to specifically be looking for it. They searched his apartment and found marijuana, but they didn't find any horse porn. Maybe it was just a... Uh, uh, the lady from uh, Sex in the City having sex. Could it be that. Kreft was locked up in Marathon County Jail on a $2,000 cash bond. He faces a judge on Tuesday, uh, which should also make for an interesting item. We'll keep you posted. They uh, searched the entire premises and only found the seasons one through five of Sex in the City and no horse porn. Um, all right. Ah! I guess the race, Justin. Oh, he's white. White. Mm-hmm. All right, let's check the chat room. See what they believe. White. The son old McDonald doesn't talk like to talk about. Oh, <laughs> old McDonald <laughs> fucked a horse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> old McDonald jacked a horse. Uh, one who whispers in horse's ears. White. Equine gaggers. White. Ah. Palomino white horse. White man. White. Whiter than the glue that was made from the horse. Lover of buttons, white. The correct answer is, ah! and everybody got it, white. <laughs> Let me put his picture in the chat. See if I got this right. Oh, wait, that's a shitter. <laughs> Give me a second. I'll, I'll get to get the other dude in here in a second. Um, let me see. Man, what? How high do you have to be to be like? I'm gonna have to blow this horse. Mm-hmm. Like white people love horses, man. But I mean, even that's a bit so Peter, too much for me. So Peter endorses this, right? Because it's animal <laughs> pleasure sure. instead of animal cruelty. Sure, I'm sure they, they would do. consider this animal cruelty. Um, I feel like that horse can't consent. I feel like pleasure in the nah, animal is what Mr. people Ed. want. Yo, his face is so like. It looks like he got horse cum in his eye. I wonder if the horse did that lead lock and was like, you're going to get this nut in your mm-hmm. face. You're going to get it all in your mouth. You grapefruit on a horse or do you have to like watermelon a horse? Oh, fucking watermelon. Because I've seen a, 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 a horse, their, their dicks are humongous. Thank you, baby. But you have to like, I mean, you have to like watermelon that shit or like pumpkin in or something. I'm letting like, you know. That shit don't even make sense. That ain't going to be no easy task. Anyway, uh, let's get to the bonus round for Justin. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race. And the second round against the race so far, Justin is two out of three. Can he fix this in the bonus round? Let's see. Justin getting nervous? Nah. I've been right. killing, killing my biases lately. Okay. <clears throat> killing myself. Feeling myself. Hanging myself. <laughs> Goddamn rap lyrics. Did it again. Oh. <laughs> too much, oh, too now, much pressure. Now I got to street harass and beat women. Oh. <laughs> Damn you, Kanye West. You Migos. You think I want to do this? Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Migos, you've been a broke out to a sweat. Ah. 
Stab a nigga in his face. Bigos in the place. is facing charges after police say he pushed his wife out of a moving car on a very busy highway. Charles' Mike Chinnick is live along Georgia 400 with what police say led to this push. Mike? Was this your ignite? Who is this dude? Greg Roswell, police tell me that couple was driving here along Georgia 400 near Holcomb Bridge Road when they got into an argument. They say the husband pulled over under the shoulder and pushed his wife out of the car while it was in motion. You can't do that to no woman. Nelson St. Louis is angry about what police say 33-year-old Wildar Duverson did to his wife last week. St. Louis is the woman's stepfather. If you treat a woman like that, you have to think about your mama. You say, woman, without a woman, we won't be wrong. Roswell police say Duverson got into a domestic dispute with his wife as they drove here along Georgia 400 near Holcomb Bridge Road. Apparently the wife thought that the husband was uh, driving under the influence. As the argument escalated, police say Duverson pushed his wife out of the car. Falling out of a moving car on the highway is extremely dangerous. Officer Zachary Fromer says a witness saw it happen and pulled over to help. It was great that they stopped and uh, helped her out. It's probably, you know, helped get her medical treatment quicker, helped us locate her much faster, too. How is she doing? She's doing okay. Duverson is now in the Fulton County Jail, charged with family violence battery. St. Louis <laughs> says that is exactly where he belongs. With no handcuff, you go crazy, but with the handcuff, you'll be cold. <laughs> you'll be sweet like a, like a sugar. Late this afternoon, I got a phone call from the woman who says she was the victim. She told me that police have it all wrong. She says she actually stepped out of the vehicle, not that her husband threw her out. Police don't buy that story. Duberson remains in the Fulton County Jail. Reporting from Roswell along Georgia 400, I'm Mike Pachinik. Yeah, Wildart Duberson sounds like a fucking Lord of the Rings character. Right. I know. I was like, like, World of Warcrafts. Yeah, World of Warcraft or fucking, like... Game of Thrones. Yeah, like a made-up name. I'm supposed to guess his race. Well, it sounds like one of the names Key and Peele used on that skit where they were like, Will Dot Doofuses, San yeah. Francisco Straight. And you know, I don't buy her story either. Who the fuck decides they want to walk out of a moving vehicle? I thought it was the girl from that Vine video. She was twerking and fell out the car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesse, guess, guess the race of Will Dot Doofuses. I can't say other. Oh, I'm going to go with Hispanic. You're going to go with Hispanic on this one? All right, let's check the chat room. You know, there's a lot of Hispanic Duversons. Latino. Don't ride and don't die. I'll go with Latino here. Janae Rice's cousin, black. Listened to too much Luda and threw them bows, black. <laughs> Protecting the abuser. I bet she also falls down a lot. Well, that's not a race, Andre. Black says soapbox. Uh, no, no. I was not pushed out of the car, Latino. No, 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 no. no. Uh, me wash me wash your car. Do really, laundry. really, Leonard Brothers. You don't have any uh. You cut your grass. Selling oranges after you get thrown out. Let's see. One whose skin look like skid marks before being thrown out of the car. Black, black. All right, nobody's gonna say selling oranges for getting thrown out on the highway. All right, well that was terrible, guys. You <laughs> let me down. The correct answer wasn't Latino anyway. So boo to everybody on that shit. Uh, what is Justin's boo? <laughs> was a nigga damn can't believe you was, blew that one Justin. was he was he Man. uh doing that thing dropping uh <laughs> what was that thing um play acting where they like act out shit 
Role playing? Yes. I don't. What role playing would this be? Mm-hmm. Man, this dude name is Waldorf Astoria. How do I? That's not a ah! hood country black name from the ATL. Uh, that's hard to kind of. I just can't believe you blew that easy ass guess to race like that horse. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, all right, man. Let's uh do sore ratchetness, man. No, I got the horse dude right. It was a I know, no, no I say no, I say you blew it like that <laughs> oh. horse. That dude blew that horse. <laughs> can't believe can't you missed believe that. He threw his woman out the car. Out the car, dog. You're right. She's talking Damn. about I stepped out. I don't want to step out no moving vehicle. Right. I, I stepped out on my own. And hit the ground? Of course, ma'am. Of course. Um, Lancaster man is convicted of slaying his girlfriend with a sword in front of her four children. She deserved to get stabbed. I mean, that's wrong, stabbing a woman. Just them. You can't just give them your number and your name. Damn. Woman history month. Man, just want to get your number, man. I mean, shit. You see that man with a sword? I, I suggest you give him a number. You know what I'm saying? Damn. I mean, you act like he's going to do something to you. What you scared of, dying? A Los Angeles County man who killed his living girlfriend with a sword in front of her four children has been convicted of murder. City News Service says jurors in Lancaster deliberated about two hours Tuesday before convicting Jesus Canales of first-degree murder and four counts of child abuse. He's yes, facing life race. in prison. El Salvador na- the El Salvador native was charged with killing 26-year-old Lucy Priestiado, uh with a sword at their Lancaster apartment in 2008. Preciado's then 9-year-old daughter called 911 to plead for help for her wounded mother. When he say make him a, a burrito, he mean make him a burrito. Mm-hmm. He ain't asked for no fucking sandwich. True. That's true. Make Poppy a burrito. <laughs> Make Poppy a burrito. No, man. Shit. El burrito. Well, make Poppy a burrito. No, man. I don't know the Latino word for make. Uh, Canales, <laughs> Canales fled but was arrested in uh, Mexico in 2013. Did they catch him in a, a stream? Was his, uh, was his back wet? <laughs> oh, man. We made so much progress on the show. And it's all undone by the end. All right, guys. Um, make Bevel, Adam and Eve, Code TBGWT, both places. Uh, Justin, thank you so much for being back, man. Nah, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. No doubt, man. And remember, fellas, don't get leg locked. Do not get leg locked, all right? That's Karen? A, that's a new thing. Thank you for being on the show as well. <laughs> You're more than welcome. And uh, we'll be back uh, Saturday for feedback and Friday if, you, if you're if you nasty and you're in the balls deep. Mm-hmm. And, and right, might I say, um, it's looking rather nice with those glasses on. You hey, wanna, smile. You smile. Get, you want to get something to drink this Jesse, weekend? Jesse, you like you like $1,000. <laughs> I just wanna, found $1,000. Want to hang out this weekend? Maybe uh, get something smile. to drink? Smile. Oh, we can't harass each other, man. <laughs> I was just saying. I harass back. I'm just saying. That's my, that's my solution. We can hang out this weekend. Smile. That'd be a fight. Oh, fuck you then, bitch. You want to give me your number, Justin? Man, fuck hang, you then. I'm trying nigga. to hang out this weekend. Nah, fuck you then. You want to hang out with me. I want to hang out. I'm trying to hang out with you. Let's hang out there. Let's, yeah, let's do hang, this then. Hang my dick out. Let's do this then. <laughs> in, the, hey, in the gay what way. What you waiting on? We can go out tonight. We don't got to wait till this week. Smile. Weekend. Why you ain't smiling then? I'm That's all saying. I'm saying. And I want to play ball with you. Smile. That's all. I just want you to smile. I just want your day to go better. <laughs> Damn, bitch. <laughs> you, a, you a bitch because you won't smile at me. You bitch. I'm going to follow you out there. I'll wait till the show over. I'm going to follow you all the way to your car calling you bitch. And then wonder why you scared. Because that will get me pussy. 
Right. That's a, my belief. <laughs> right. Is that how telemarketers, like, we don't all hang up on telemarketers. Anyway, uh, Karen, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.